Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash radio, and you can get access to over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I'm not a fan of fall. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of indecision, and that's what fall is to me. It doesn't know whether it wants to be hot or cold. Um, I think it's overrated, and I don't know. You it, cannot complain. Fall where you're at isn't really fall. I'm well, sorry. Okay. I don't want to bash that part of the country, but that <clears throat> yeah, that fall is not a fall. But can we agree that autumn is the best? It's when it's but not raining. It... When it's not raining, yes. When it's raining, it sucks because it's cold and it's wet. Yeah, we've only gotten the rain like twice. Though I am stoked. Same candy here. corn is fucking everywhere. And what is I? It's can- candy, candy corn. corn. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, Mm-mm. candy corn season, <laughs> dude. I was able to have a candy corn donut where it was just frosting and a bunch of candy corn on it. See, uh, now that's then I awesome. Had some Candy it corn is. is just wax candles that don't taste like anything. Dude, why do <laughs> you have to hate on everything I eat? Cotton candy everything. is like those bottles, those soda bottles that have like the little juice inside that you can like like drink out of it, and then it's just like a bunch of I'm wax. I'm going to send you a care package of oh, candy corn, I will. lime cucumber Gatorade, oh, and salt and vinegar chips. Oh, all for you. No. Just See, now that kind of uh, sounds gross. I'm going to put that in a it's... blender, and I'm going to drink it <laughs> until I choke to death. Which, by the way, I don't know if you've gotten this um, this message from uh, Andy or oh, not. Oh, Sarah, but, don't you uh, put me out on Front Street like that. I'm don't not you, putting anyone out on anything, because I would have sent this. it myself if don't, you didn't already. <laughs> don't, you, don't you do that wait, to wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. Has you been drinking Gatorade? Has no. Has you been drinking lime cucumber? No, no, no. But I did find a cucumber-style like soda water. And if that's anywhere near what uh, lime Gatorade is, then it's gross. Thank you, sir. It's means a lot. Not I, all right. Gross. I will say that, okay. The, all right. So the lime cucumber rock star we've covered. I believe it. It is gross. Mm, it is yeah. It's satanic. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it is it not is. something that is fit for human consumption. Not which I can great. understand why it it is super not coming back. Like uh, that was like an Ampam exclusive, and I have not seen Ampam recarry. So like, if boys and girls, if you see lime and cucumber rock star. No, that that is not in the year 2016. That is fucking that is bad. That is discontinued. That is that shit. It probably would ate its way through the can at this point. I would think. Yeah, that shit is older than any of the Doritos that are currently promoting or have any sort of marketing associated with the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Do not fucking. I I think that's what it is. Like we live in such a saturated world of fucking noise and color that like. Even when you don't think you have the time to like check the expiration date on stuff, because like you know, my favorite flavor of corn nuts just recently went, and it, and it sucks. And like I willingly bought some expired corn nuts until I knew that I couldn't do this anymore because they just staled out in the bag. But mm. like it Can boggles you... my mind. Like there there are outlet stores that will like 
just with absolutely no shame or remorse, just carry like a fucking dead done products. Like I, 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 and the fact that you can like visualize the age just from like what like tie in promotion or marketing job that it's doing. Like Doritos with Amazing Spider-Man Two. How old do you think those Doritos are? Uh, twenty three years. I I mean. They're older than Andrew Garfield's career at this point. Yeah. So, like... (laughs) That guy's body of work is pretty incredible if you really think about it. Amazing Spider-Man 1, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's best friend. Oh, I didn't watch that movie. Okay. (laughs) Three. Three three of them. Gotcha. Nailed it. Yeah. um, Was... Okay, but hold on. What else was he in? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, Emma Stone. What? (laughs) But... <laughs> oh, dude! All right, damn that. Quite hand the roast trophy over to Andrew. Hand was that, it was to that, him. Was that really a roast, though? I don't know if that was supposed to be a good thing or a bad thing. I guess we'll have to let the community decide. Yeah, and also well, like, okay. like like borderline kind of like that that raunchiness doesn't really make me look. It, it doesn't put me in a good light. No, no, it really no, doesn't. It doesn't. I, I don't feel too great about that. Actually, now I think about it, hmm. I'm better than this. But anyway, okay. Um, it's funny how like tie-in promotions or marketing have like a pretty big effect. Like, I still have my Pizza Hut coupon, which I think is the only coupon that I've gotten inside of a video game that has an expiration date on it. But I still have it from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game for NES. Um, but I'm pretty sure, I don't know. It's funny. There are certain numbers that I, like, I'm trying to think of a number right off. I, I mean, I still have my Atari Jaguar catalog. Oh, dude. Oh, that I've definitely got to put on the site. Does Jaguar? Does, does it have a splatter house on it? No, 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 no. Just, it's just a bunch of Jaguar-themed assorted apparel. Like, you can get a Jag hat. <laughs> That's gross. And it's a catalog. It's, an, it, it's like, an included catalog with your Jaguar console. Um, There are cups. I was able to get a sweet... Uh, sports watch with the Jaguar uh, logo. It uh, it was shit. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But what was another thing that was pretty cool is I got a pretty rad uh, Sega catalog where I, I, I'm still looking for it. It's this Sonic and Knuckles denim jacket. Mm-hmm. I want to see if anybody actually fucking bought it. And I know it'd be really, really, really small. But like, if I can get like Super Buff Boy for it, um, I would, I would feel pretty dope. I, I don't know that that'd be like probably the only denim jacket that I'd feel good about, you know, rocking at this point though. I you mean, I could really always feel just great get about a... wearing any jean jacket though. You shouldn't, but no, but you can. You can. All right. Okay. S- Sarah, you're Canadian. You tell him. I don't know what you're trying to get at here. The jean jacket is your thing. No, it's not. What are you talking about? It is totally uh, Brian, your Brian thing. Adams did start the jean jacket. It's true. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that is. I mean, a it, it might have been our trope. thing in the early nineties. No, man. I think you guys are keeping it strong. No, I don't <laughs> think Sarah, so. We need you to bring it back. He doesn't want to take. He doesn't want to. That's not us. happening. He, yeah, I'm. He, <laughs> he, he, he can't be the torchbearer on this one. He just can't. No, no. I, but wait, I, I, I Sarah. Just imagine if they're sleeveless. Like, imagine a sleeveless. Mm. How does that make it better? And you get the sweet Sonic and Knuckles uh, logo on the back, and you have like leather gloves, like fingerless leather gloves that you wear alongside. Yeah. Well, with I mean, hat, with a hat turned around backwards. Bad news: there's none on eBay. Mm, 
Mm. Well, I guess you're, there's no other way to get well, it at this point. I guess, yeah, there's no other mm. way. Sorry. No longer in existence. Well, fuck it. I'll find a way. Mm-hmm. There's always I a way. I will find a way. Until then. <laughs> Let's find uh, a way out this of week, this. <laughs> yeah, this week on Press Pause Radio, besides sweet denim apparel and influential impressions left on our oh-so-impressionable minds when it comes to, like, uh, input and just reception towards anything that's cool, flashy, loud, and bright, uh, we're going to talk about video game commercials and the effect that video game marketing has and uh, just some of the methods of advertising and, and just themes that... Uh, certain publishers, developers, and companies have just like driven home through television, through uh, comic book, magazine, and print ads, and you know a lot of the obnoxious banners that you see encompass any, if not the entire fucking website. Which, uh, as you've noticed, we tastefully do not have uh, just fucking parading upon our website. But I don't know. I'd be open to it uh, if Gap Denim wants to get it. Like hit us up, we'd be down. Yeah, I I would wear a, de- a jean jacket if they sent me one. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, sure. It would have to have the press pause radio logo embroidered on the back. All right, I'm good with that. Or the Duck Hunt dog, or Sonic and Knuckles. If Sega can just send us one, I just <laughs> want one. We need or, proof it exists in three X, please. Yeah, or Rio Hazuki. If you can send me that sweet Rio Hazuki uh, jacket with a yeah, tiny, that would little, be sick. tiny little tiger, that'd be dope. Gotta get that tiger. Yes. That's all I want. That'd be great. You give me that, and I'd be I'd be good. I'd be Dunyan Rings. Happy. Happy as a clam. Alright, episode start. What are you guys going to be for Halloween? I mean, this is Georgia Boy's Axe, by the way. I figured. Just a nice little icebreaker. Am I you guys? Now you guys are going to dress up? No, man. It's it's one it's 101, right? Like, we're, we're done with all that, guys. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to put on all these, like, proper and, you know, expected kind of things. Like, we've we already gone over the hump now. Like, we can just ride this out until whenever. It's cool, man. <laughs> I figure I'll no, be the I... uh, the most frightening thing of all, the downtrodden, depressed face of the modern consumer. Go, go, good lord. Yeah, that see, it's already working. Broke my heart a little bit. Yeah, dude, like, I will, okay, so go ahead and describe this more of that This will be you! No, you're, you're and the, you're then I'm going to put on. The ghost of? I'm just going to put on Johnny Cash's Hurt. Oh my god, dude. That. I'll end up looking a bit like Booberry. Oh boy! Except yeah, with less dude, cash, like you know. I I I don't know what it is too, but like, and I miss Halloween cereal. I haven't been able to eat it, but I support it wholeheartedly. I'm not allowed um, to eat I'm, it anymore. It sucks. Yeah, I'm hearing that it's going downhill now. And I'm like, what the fuck, General Mills? <laughs> like, really? And yeah, like, you know what people up, are yeah. saying? But you know what's funny? You know what people are saying? 
they're saying that ever since it went from seasonal to all year round, that the quality has severely degraded. And I didn't think that would be true, but apparently that's exactly what happened. And it's fucking Bummerville. I don't know. Just, mm, I'm not, I'm not at all happy about that. But at the same time, like, I don't know, nothing gold lasts forever. So what are you talking about? Gold, gold doesn't like oxidize or anything like that. Fuck you, man. Just let me... What are you going to be for Halloween, Sarah? Since Andrew apparently isn't going to dress up. I, I, I mean, we had an idea. We're not going to follow through with it just because we kind of... <laughs> I'm going to oh, no. dress up like that guy that goes to work on Halloween because I'll probably mm-hmm. be working on Halloween. Yeah. Oh, I'll be working on Halloween. I'm kind of like, since you're allowed to... Uh, see, like, my new day job requires me to, like, put on a monkey suit and look super cush. And, like, I hate it. Like, I don't like doing the GQ thing all the time. I'm like that fucking kid who goes home from uh, Sunday church, Sunday. Sunday so ju- Sunday, just Sunday, to be clear Sunday, here, Sunday, um, ju- just to be clear here, because I'm a little confused in my head about this. You're not literally wearing a, a, a monkey suit, right? You're, you're wearing no, no, like, no, no, a, no. That, like a bi- business attire dumb... is what you're getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Business. Attire. Oh, okay. Good. Um, good. Like I have to, I'm on the right page. Wear, then. Like I have to wear like a fucking Cosby sweater or I got to wear, um, a tie blazer and all. Um, but I generally, I don't know. I, I'm usually fine with the suit every random, you know, every now and again, but now I'm at the point where I only want to wear a suit, whether I'm like in front of a judge or getting married. So like, I'm, it's getting so tiresome, but, um, yeah, they, they are going to be cool with me dressing up and I don't know. I kind of don't want to misuse it and put on the bad impression. I'm like, yeah, I just fucking, I'm homeless and it's just my, my normal uh, set of apparel, like my jorts and all. Um, but uh, I don't know. I feel like at the same time, dressing up might be conforming. Though, I will say that we had quite a few ideas for couples costumes with me and the lady. And like the one that we're still holding on to is she's going to be Colin Kaepernick. And then I'm going to be a flagpole with a flag. And so like every time we hang out, she's just going to kneel at me. Um and then we, we, I don't know, we thought the social commentary might be a bit much, but at the, at the most part, it seemed like a neat idea. Yeah. Andrew, yes. you have, wait, can, have we talked about the the news, by the way? Is that something that, that is safe for air? Can we talk about that, or is that still something oh, we got to yeah, keep on Yeah, I think we're past that now. Yeah, we're good. I, we record kind of infrequently, so it's been like, you know, kind of a span of a little while in between. But yeah, absolutely. Um. I have another little one on the way, which explains my ir- irregular not being on podcast and website and video stuff as often as I'd like to be. Um, so yeah, so she's uh she'll be due in January as of this recording. So if you listen to this in Double February, what really? Are already done? Yeah, she is in the third trimester. And what the fuck? It it's dude, it's coming quick, man. It's coming mm. real quick. <laughs> that is coming quick. I thought she got pregnant last month. Nah, dude. Nah, we we maybe started talking about it more around that time. I think you know we waited like a decent amount of time before we started telling people. But yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's coming along. Uh, it's right. So this this isn't like a holiday. FedEx babies kind of thing. Oh what? Well, now? no, I know babies aren't FedEx, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the fucking. I just. It's uh, fine, man. Hey, well, we we we. If that's the way you want to see it, that's kind of cute. So we we can leave it like that if you if you think we're FedEx. waiting for a special delivery. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay yeah, like 
We'll, we'll, we, we'll name that. At least it's not UPS. Now. They like, Amazon Prime their babies. <laughs> with not, drones. They get like a sweet Bethesda character creator, and then like that's their baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a bad idea, man. It. That free two-day shipping, it's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. You know, just get through it. I can only imagine if, if it, you had the None option. of the waiting, all the results. If yeah. you had Amazon Essentials, you can get like in a couple hours, like even better. Okay, well, I've been, I don't know, I've been kind of thinking about how neat the idea of Amazon Dash would be, but that's a whole different, like, story. Anyway, um, but yeah, do you think you'd, are you going to take advantage? Are you guys going to be able to, like, use, I, I don't know what it's, like, when you're on social media, you see a lot of uh, dumb costume ideas, but for oh. some reason, mm-hmm. the ones that I always see neat are the pregnant women ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, um, this year, we kind of, we all just went as Batman. <laughs> Like, we're, we're all Batman. I don't know. We, we just kind of said, eh, it's cool. Batman's all right. So, yeah, we were all we're all Batman this this last time. Um, no, but once we have the two, I'm sure we'll have to think of some kind of crazy thing with, like, two little ones and, and then us. Uh, I'm sure we'll figure out something by then. Um, ideally, if I had my way, I would have gone as Joel and Ellie. That would have been my perfect, like, this has to happen kind of thing. Or, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe there will be some other games coming out that incorporate, like, Maybe I can be, uh, what's the dog bird thing's name in Last Guardian? Oh! That's all I got. Oh, like okay. the, Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that's like any any Uwita game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what they're all named. Okay. Yeah, I, I just... That. I, it's so You'll, funny uh... to... You'll like what my brother is doing, George. Uh, hmm. He's doing, uh, he's going to be Goku and his son will be Kid Goku. Oh shit, that is cool. Yeah. Nice. That's very good. It is dope. A little bit we of a were... missed opportunity though. I think uh I think my nephew would have been a, a much better Krillin given his size and his lack of hair. Mm, just put some sunglasses on, you're good to go. Yeah, way you yeah, go. There you go. And then and then you would be Masaroshi, right? Got to keep a thing, got to keep things fucking No, I I'd, I'd be stuck being like fucking Hercule or something. Oh. Hercule, oh my god! I don't even think uh, like even the current dubs don't call him that. I think anymore. Which one has the mustache? They will like the he, the mustache he had a pro? handlebar. Oh yeah, he was called Satan, wasn't he? Well, right, Mister yeah. Satan, Mister Satan, yeah, yeah. But now they call him Mister Satan. Mm. Ooh, Mister Satan, that's even better. <laughs> Damn, that's why yes. I want to go as. I'm gonna beat that character. Mm. There you go. Nice, very nice. The, the Satan touch, got, yeah. Which is, uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, uh, Xenoverse Two is on the on the cusp. It is on the edge, mm-hmm. and that's got. It's funny because they're incorporating a lot of stuff that's happening in Dragon Ball Super, which is a series that is currently not on broadcast at all by Funimation. But they just uh, apparently Funimation Toy and Crunchyroll worked out a deal, which I think is probably the biggest deal for Crunchyroll that they're going to be able to stream. Um, Dragon Ball Super episode subbed, which Sick. is I don't know. I figured if they did this quicker, it would have been I'd a bigger deal. I will watch it probably. Yeah, yeah. If they did a bit, if they did it a lot sooner, it would have been a bigger deal. Well, now it it took it took fucking god damn near forty five episodes, but now everything that's going on is pretty dope. And like Akira Toriyama is like I don't know. He's getting. He's getting pretty hot and heavy in Flash comics, I'd assume, or something with DC-related time travel, because he's taking a lot of liberal cues from uh, the time travel logic seen in DC. Like, they've 
confirmed that there are alternate timelines and time copies and a bunch of other stuff. And that, I don't know, that kind of sci-fi shenanigry, shena- shen- tomfoolery, fucking Shen- Shenaniganery. That's what I... Shenaniganery. There that's we what I used to call it. Why don't yeah. we just say shenanigans? Like, it literally has... Because it had to be better than shenanigans. I will pistol whip the next person who says shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. Oh, oh. Yeah. Fucking a farva. <laughs> what's that, that? What's movie. that one restaurant with all the fruity, fruity shit on the wall that you like the mozzarella sticks at? No shenanigans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that sequel ever? Yeah, you're right. Out? We are going downhill, Andrew. Uh, Is that ever going to happen? Ah, uh, who knows, man. <laughs> what? Hey, man, it, it, it's it's just it is downhill from here, man. It's going to be. That's okay. I'm just glad everyone's Super Troopers Two is in filming it right now, isn't it? It should. Be. Yeah, it's yeah, it's thought, currently yeah. filming right That's now. Good. Yes. There we go. Good. Which, if you guys, here's some sweet homework. If you haven't seen Super Troopers, go watch Super Troopers. Mm. I do not care what age you are. And then post haste movie. Go see Beer Fest. I I will push you down mm. a flight of stairs. Beer fest, I, beer fest, greater than. No, I oh, are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm sorry, that's my who the, opinion. Who? I, no, <laughs> no you're but, fall back but on your that, opinion is wrong. Okay, okay, that's. We'll leave it to the internet to decide. I'm sure I'm probably gonna get outvoted on this, but I don't mm. care. All right, fine. Um, I don't give a shit whether Andrew wants to poop on lime coupon or Gatorade or fucking <laughs> this injustice or, will not or candy corn. I don't care, <laughs> but. You can't let them have this one. Super Troopers versus Beer Fest. It's the clear. The winner is clear. It's it's night as day. Sarah, how, 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 how do you feel current. about this, Sarah? I gotta say, with Super Troopers. Okay, okay, that's two to one. So, um, I will I will leave it to the rest of the internet to then come and rally behind my flag. But yeah, we all dude, know what like, the real the real winner is, though. Super Troopers, obviously. No, that that one they did where they're on the beach. What's that one called? Club Dread. Yeah, that was the worst one. That one is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. But, but I mean, that was you know. that was that was the follow up to Super Troopers. Fucking yeah. atrocious. Mm. Man, this this feels very similar to. This feels about as one sided as a current election. So I don't know. Anyway. Was but that was a zing? You didn't come on. I politics. Sarah doesn't have to worry about that. Are you kidding me? The world needs to worry about that. That's fair. Okay, okay, that is true. I I definitely agree with that. That is that is very true. One of them. Anyway, we we won't get into that. All right. So let's get let's get let's talk about some sweet news. Let's get in on it. the depressing the the mm, out of the way which you know i don't know i i never really knew that the working conditions were really something all that detrimental to begin with but uh, apparently uh voice actors are going on strike Mm -hmm. for uh video game performances which you know i find 
I almost find somewhat ironic just because, and we'll get into it, uh, but I don't want to like use this as a segue. I do want to put some time on this. I find ironic with the announcement of Red Dead Redemption 2 because the voice actor who did John Marston was a one-and-done sort of deal, and like he's already mentioned that he most likely won't be coming back, so... It's a uh, funny, but it is pretty that, much like, implied that this is like a prequel, though, is it not? Um, we'll see. That's a thing. So, like, that's funny. And like, there is this uh special polygon piece. I was done to find this dude. I don't know what it is that that dude did a great job mm-hmm. with John Marston. So. I honestly thought it was just Bill Paxton the whole time. I actually had no idea it was someone else. <laughs> Do you think Rockstar could get Bill Paxton and just say, fuck it? Oh, man, that'd be so awesome. We're like, we thought it was Bill Paxton already, so fuck it. Let's just get him. <laughs> hey, you know, that shit, that might work, man. He might do it. <laughs> keep, Let's just put keep... him in the credits as real Bill Paxton. Yeah, the the Bill Paxton. Well, because, I mean, yeah, Kiefer Sutherland already did uh, Snake, so, yeah, let, let's keep this going, man. Like, I do not like that version of no, Snake at all. No, no one does. No one it, does. Yeah, which is, I don't know. It's I think sad it's too, less David Hayter has uh, like a huge. Oh, I'm sorry, Sarah. Go on. No, I was just gonna say like everyone seems to like. I don't think that I mind uh, Kiefer Sutherland the snake, but I think you know it, it's cool to hate on Konami right now. Yeah. I think that's why most people really don't like Kiefer Th- Kiefer Sutherland. They're like, oh, you, you shafted uh, David Hayter out of his uh, yeah. main role, and I, I think it's just. But that's, it's kind that, of like the anti-hype train, you know is, what I mean? Because like with them, like Kojima can do no wrong, and Kojima's the one that wanted him in the role. Um, and I feel also like it's um, like, like you said, Sarah. It's like it's easy to hate on Konami, but like I think the real reason I wasn't a big fan of his portrayal was the fact that they, it seemed like they had such limited time with him. With someone like Hater, and this kind of goes back to the why you know these voice actors are on strike. I'm sure with Hater, they probably would have had an opportunity to get way more takes and way more chances to re-record. Uh, with, with Keither, with his you know schedule, I'm sure being an actor, um, probably didn't get him as long as they would have liked to to really make the performance you know stand out more. And I feel yeah. like that, and that's probably why a lot of people were kind of against it. And that's you know you kind of talk about not knowing how bad it is for the voice actors. I'm just kind of looking into a little bit of why they're going on strike. They've actually been in negotiations with the companies for over 19 months. It's almost two years of negotiations, and they still can't reach an actual agreement on their working conditions and it's, it's not so much like the conditions of their work it's like so it kind of also speaks to like the industry like the guys that develop games like when they're in crunch and they have to do these ridiculous hours and they're not you know going home and they're they're you know it, it's it's kind of terrible it's like it's almost it, it's not good working conditions for that kind of stress um the voice actors actually have it in their contracts if a game does so well they get you know like a bonus or they get paid more for the game doing well but they kind of find ways to like rip them off of that. Like they'll say, well, the game sells well enough, but the reviews are poor. Then that means whatever was in your contract for getting X amount of money for the game doing well. Well, yeah, if it sells 2 million copies, but it reviews under a certain score on Metacritic, then you're not going to get your bonus. Like that kind of stuff. It's the same shit they do with the developers. Like they just kind of like find ways to, you know, push them and motive, motivate them to do the work. And then when the time comes for them to get paid for their work, they find ways to get out of it. And that that's what kind of the main from what I can tell, that's kind of the main reason why they're having such a, you know, an issue with it. Dude, I, you know, what's funny is that like, I didn't even realize that the, that there was a accredited union. Mm-hmm. It, for, it is part of SAG, I think. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it is part of SAG. Yeah. Um, and then like right now, currently the strike is like, they, they know for sure 
is it's affecting the Crash Bandicoot remaster. Uh, it might have some effect to Mass Effect Andromeda. Nope, uh, days nope, gone. Nope. Go back. Hmm. Mass Mass Effect. Oh, Mass, so okay. Mass Effect. What now? Wait. Andromeda. Thank you. God damn. There we you. go. Yeah, there. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I'm sorry. Okay. It might. It might affect Mass Effect Andromeda. I. I okay. It took me a while. You got. Hey. Hey. Now you're on it, man. Fucks. You're on it, man. It's like a bicycle. It's good. Hey, you should be glad I'm not the one that spoke up. <laughs> you guys, do you I was going to let it slide. I want to make sounds cooler. <laughs> I want ma- I want to make sure you know. I, I need to help you. I want to make sure that we're all in this together, man. We're a family. Family doesn't let family oh. members do things that are going to get them hate on the internet <laughs> later on. I, I, I won't <laughs> let that happen to you, man. <laughs> Oh, that ship has sailed. Mm-hmm. But okay, that's fair. Yeah, in the meantime, this, this, we're, we're already far too far gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're over the hill. Remember? Uh, no, but I appreciate it. No, you're very kind of you're you. Uh, Dead don't read. Oh, I'm sorry. Dead don't ride. Uh, also, uh, another one. Uh, let's see. Days gone. We didn't mention that. See, there's questions of whether or not it'll these games are affected. But essentially, uh, the publishers held in question. Of course, EA. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that. Like, I'm not surprised with EA. Uh, Insomniac, I am a bit surprised. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Activision, mm, I I don't know. I, 2K is also in there, um, which, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see this lasting too long, but apparently from what I've gathered just within the last couple days since the uh, strike became official and went public... Uh, that there's already negotiations to uh, reach a settlement. So, yeah, I, at this point... Yeah, I know as of this recording, um, not to date it too much, but um, tomorrow they're actually going to be picketing EA's offices. So it looks like they're at oh, least... Wow. They're, they're, they're doing, like, the strike-ass strike thing of, like, holding up signs and, you know, barring entry to, to said buildings, so... Yeah, it's. I hope it doesn't last long. I know that you know voice actors are definitely underrated when it comes to games. I think they make. I mean, definitely in my opinion, some of my favorite games are due to the voice acting. Last of Us, Persona, like those games are made, if not by anything else other than the voice acting. I think those games really shine. So I really hope that you know. They, they get yeah, that was a huge soon. complaint that that was lobbied is the fact that like if you're not Troy Baker or Nolan North, you get nowhere or nothing, uh, that, and I mean, like. Yeah, How could that be but, true when Vic Mononia does all kinds of stuff? I, I just feel like that, you know, it's not necessarily their fault. They just have their kind of, like, their personalities even outside of their work as voice actors. Like, you talk to someone like Troy Baker, like, outside of his voice acting, the dude's just, like, he is, like, you know, a charismatic dude. Like, he just kind of portrays, like, he can be the persona that he is in the game in real life if he really wants to. Like, those kind of people portray themselves like that. Him, Nolan North, Jennifer Hale, uh... Tara Strong well, is another yeah. one. They're just like, their personalities outside of their voice Steve acting. Steve Bloom. Yeah, but I mean, you know, but I mean, I guess it's true. Like, if they're well known enough, then yeah, they get all the work. But I think their their accomplishments and what they do kind of speaks for themselves. But there will be a time where you'll be like, oh, great, yeah, another game with Nolan I, North. I mean, you know? and it even just... then, like, I guess when you look at it, all right, so Troy Baker, currently like one of the hottest voice actors right now. 
his net worth within the the industry is six million, according to various statistics. And to me, it is weird as it may sound. I know some of you might be going, "Whoa, that's a lot," but I'm like, that actually seems fairly low for how many games he's done that's, and what he does. Yeah, and how and how well those games have done. You know, like how well those yeah, games are and, should be portrayed on how much he's being paid. Like the company that develops it makes you know hundreds of millions of dollars uh, on those games. Right. You know, and like if he's Troy Baker. Uh, well, then, yeah, exactly. What, what what's the guy that voiced uh, you know like um, Trevor or um, I don't know what the fuck their name is in GTA Five Spike. I don't know what what the fuck is their names. I don't know. <laughs> Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> I I I need to play more GTA Five. I don't remember the guy's name. Trevor, Michael, and the other dude. Yeah, the crazy one. Yeah, Trevor, Trevor is that is the crazy one. Oh, so oh, yeah. is it? there's Michael. Yeah. Michael's the rich dude, Trevor's the crazy dude, and I don't know the third guy. Huh. Uh yeah, I I don't know. Oh, Martin, okay. John, <laughs> Bill. Michael. It's Bill. Fuck. Bill. Yeah, let's call him Bill. Dude, it's been a while alright. Cat's out of the bag. Grand Theft Auto Five wasn't that fucking cool, you guys. I'm sorry. It really wasn't. Nico Bellic, all the way. Fucking no, Liberty City. Boo. Yeah. No way, man. Where are the guys, where are the guys in my city? What's up? I said, up. cousin, you want to go to strip club? <laughs> yeah, Roman. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Nico Bellic is the best. I fucking like. I'm sorry. The fact that I can still remember, like, vividly that game, and then like I go back to Grand Theft Auto Five, and it's just like, uh, I mean, it's kind of cool what they did narratively between three main characters, but like, uh, I don't know. I, maybe at the same time, I think it's maybe uh, Grand Theft Auto peaked with four. A little super superfluous, I think that's the word. Superfluous. Yeah, superfluous. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I can. Let's see. Hmm. I'm trying to find out. Like Nolan North. Uh. There we go. I'm trying to find his net worth. Oh wow. Uh, would you guys care to hear Nolan North's uh, net worth at the moment? I'm gonna say four. Oh. Two Four million. T. Oh, what? Really? Wow. Only two million dollars? Huh. Yeah, dude. So Troy Baker, that's it. Yeah. If you're Troy, ba- Troy like, Baker you, and no yeah, one else. <laughs> Which is well, what about Jennifer? I'm, I'm interested about Jennifer Hale. Uh, find out. Yeah, let's actually Yeah, I'm interested to see if she makes as much, if not more, than maybe even Nolan North. Because she does almost like Oh, Oh man, you guys! My net I don't worth know, man. is exactly zero. She's got dollars. being a female against her, like not to be that. Well, guy, I was gonna say that. That's actually, like, that's the reason why I'm asking. Actually, to be honest with you, let's see. Um, damn it! I'm trying to find it and I can't. Oh wait, let's see. Uh, damn it! I still can't find it. I had it here. It's under uh, it's an aggregated uh, and validated web source called Celebrity Net Worth. So, I'll find that out right now. Anyway, mm-hmm. hmm. 
Wow, motherfucker. Still can't get that information I want. Well, this is a... Uh... There we go. Oh, we don't have information on Jennifer Hale. Nope, that's, that's not good. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Because if, it, if it's under the radar, so that's why it was really hard to find. They don't have, there's currently no aggregated data for that. But I can only imagine, I mean, it's funny because usually IMDb has information. But I think the point is, just to go on the fact that we're, we're going towards that scale, is that, I all right, we put two big names out there. Not to discredit, like, Jennifer Hale. Um, but, like, two big names out of the three within the voice acting diagram. And they all have a net worth relatively smaller. Th- I mean, it, that shit is nothing to sneeze at. But given the pedigree of their work and, like, the projects that they've worked on, like, Uncharted alone should, uh, like, at least put, like, fucking Nolan North up in maybe seven or eight. But he's at two. Troy Baker, which I can, like, what? He's done Last of Us. He's done... Arkham Knight, I want to assume. Uh, no, that was Mark Hamill. So, no, he did... Fuck, he didn't do Arkham Knight. He did Arkham Origins. Mm-hmm. And then... And then Uncharted 4. That's literally all I can think of at this moment that, that he's done. I'm sure there's a lot more. But, like, I, I don't know. I find it... But at the same time, as you mentioned, uh, Andrew, I mean, he does do a lot of he does a lot of uh, side work in, in the music industry. Um, and Nolan North, for the most part, I believe, strictly sticks to voice and anime voice work. Mm-hmm. Or, or, I'm sorry, video game and anime voice work. So, still, I really hope it's something that can get resolved fairly quickly. It, it That is astonishing to me that they don't get as high of a salary or, or as high as a residuals as you would think for their work. Because, like, it takes a real talent. It takes a real, I, I would I would say, a, a knack for understanding the inflection and resonance that takes with voicing, which is what, what's essentially a cyber puppet. I mean, you're watching, I don't know, it, it's weird to provide voice work for animation, but for video games, they're... I, I feel like that's a completely different layer of nuance to really like wrap your head around like how you would voice something, especially now that like video games have hit this cinematic standard where uh, there's commentary and just about it's not just cutscenes like there's fucking commentary thrown out like the entirety of a campaign. I mean, Gears of War four. Uh, just I, I. And I will, I'll be talking about it in my review, but Gears of War 4 probably has, like, the most enjoyable dialogue. I mean, it's still Gears of War as fuck. I mean, they go, shit, yeah. Like, you're not going to find a lot of, like, you know, it, it, for as much as it goes, oh, shit, yeah, or whatnot. It's still very pleasant and definitely provoking in a great way. Like, especially Marcus Phoenix. Like, man, they... That dude went from, like, some cypher ass, like, it's a dude with a gun, just, like, we gotta get him pointed, like, fuck yeah, like, buff boys, frat boys, ah, to, like, oh, man, he's been through a lot of shit, mm-hmm. and now, like, he has a son. Yeah, they've really done, like, a, a, a huge amount of character development yeah. 
But that okay. is especially reflective within his dialogue. Like, and I don't want to spoil... No, seriously, there are a lot of laugh-out-loud moments but, in that game because of Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, it's just... Fucker's seen some shit, though, honestly. And I've only started playing it, but I love how they actually kind of package everything that's happened into, like, a nice little, like... Here's everything that's happened. In case you had like just jumped in, like that was actually pretty well done. I actually really appreciate. Oh that. yeah, the prologue. Yeah, I liked that. It's very nice. Um, also like, man, they've they've really done like, I don't know. There are certain copies out there that actually have like the original four Gears of War games and 360 just available full versions digital for you to download. They're just giving them away at this point. Yeah, if you buy a copy of Gears of War four, you get it. If you're an Xbox Live Gold member, you get it. If you do a Google search for Gears of War or, you know, I like Buff Bros. If someone could do a Google search of Buff Bros, see what happens. I- I'm interested. I hope it doesn't come up with anything that's not good. Oh, that's probably all right. it's going to be bad. All right, I'm going to right, um, incognito real quick. Put, put Buff Bros. Oh, inc- <laughs> I, don't, I don't want people to know about my life. Oh, man. Um. Okay. This isn't terrible. Uh, all right. It brings up some... Uh, healthy gym routines and recipes for uh buff dudes so there you go show notes uh might as well let's give these guys some love <laughs> buff dudes it's all right sure. oh, man. Sarah, yeah yeah Sarah, you've got an xbox one right no <laughs> oh Ooh, actually nope, right. just just a ps4 speaking of which you'll be happy Sarah. uh i finally picked up a right n5 on Xbox oh, nice. One. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested to start playing it. Yeah, I got that, which is... Yeah, that's maybe the reason why you'd want an Xbox One, I think, at this point, really, just for that. Uh, but, it's the only reason to get an X... Like, okay, yeah. so here's the thing. Mm. Uh, when both consoles were announced and they were they were sort of showing their initial lineups of games, it looked like the Xbox One was going to be, like, the shooting game console of choice. Uh and I kind of wanted to get one, but I ended up getting a PS4 because Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not even me. That's Deiruna, right? Like, that's her jam. It's to the point that I can't really play Odin Sphere because of that. So it's it remains unopened on my shelf. But um, it turned out that the uh, that all the good shooting games went to PS4 anyway. Um, yeah, because I remember, I think they initially were... You kind of talked about it a little bit, I think, and they, they kind of seemed like, like Cave was going to, like hitch their their wagon to xbox at least it sounded that way initially yeah but with really what right now. that's yeah, that's also <laughs> that's true. the that's main true. thing okay everything is going to pc everything yeah. um we've we just had dodampachi resurrection uh launch on pc with all of the dlc for like 20 bucks so or 20 or 30 what either way you still get all the dlc with it that's basically 120 dollars worth of game if you want to import it right uh, all of Triangle Services games, because there was going to be a Triangle Service trilogy uh, or a Shooting Love trilogy that was going to launch on uh, Xbox One. All of those Shooting games, Love trilogy, every single one of them, they went to the uh, to PC. And then uh, Darius Burst so. went to PS4. P- yeah, Darius and, and, Burst and PS4 and, and PC. PC. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So really, well, the main the main system now for Schmups is PC. So. Yeah. Dude, but almost everything is going to PC at this point. Yeah, and I know. Like, yeah. And it's also the first to fuck up on PC. Like, that's the thing that... It's so funny to me. Not, I don't think there's a single game that's had a smooth launch on the PC. Like, recently, I know Mafia 3 has been fucked. No Man's Sky, fucked. Um, 
And yet, there's... Darius Burst, best version. Yeah, I mean, I mean, ultimately, like once you optimize them, they're all the better versions. But well, no, out of I the really... gates, out of the gates, it actually supported dual monitor support, so you could get the thirty-two to nine aspect ratio. I oh wow, you know what's weird that I'm I'm looking up the voice cast. I I call me stupid, and I apologize, but apparently. John DiMaggio has been the fucking voice of Marcus Phoenix this whole time, and yeah. I did not realize that. Really? Yeah, I didn't realize huh. that. Yeah. Bender the Robot. Yeah, yeah. Neat. He's, fucking Jake the Dog. He's also the voice of um, uh, one of the... He voiced something very small in Wreck-It Ralph, but when I found out it was him, I, I, I could never not know that's him in Wreck-It Ralph. It was a very small part, but... Um, the part where uh, Ralph and Vanellope go and get like her car made in like the factory... He's like the little mm. keyboard elf kind of dude in the security, um, like the little. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Actually, I think I I was able to call that out. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. Man, the fact that, that movie is also getting a sequel too. I totally forgot about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Hopefully, a game too. That'd be but, nice. Yeah, uh, the tie-in game. I mean, we're not talking about the sweet, cool, that, fix-it Felix. Like, that's, that's yeah, what I want though. Fucking, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you can get a repro of it fairly. Like, somebody took the PCB that they had for the promotional arcade that they sent to market it, and they were able to get it work on a Genesis. So you get a nice. repro card of it on Sega Genesis. I, I have mine. I'm very happy. And there are times where it's like, if I want to wreck it, I'm going to wreck mm-hmm. it. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I I really think that in terms... Not even, like, I can only imagine the working hours, which... I, you know, again, people really undersell, like, the the capacity that it takes and, like, just how much it taxes your, your mental and uh, physical threshold for performance when, when it comes to, like, really putting your, your be-all, best-all um, for voice acting and, and all of that. Like, the fact that there, there's so many different string attached conditions is just it's really dumb i really hope that that shit does get uh resolved and to be honest like i don't know we've we've talked about it before there i i feel like there whatever is being balanced or being organized in in the grand scheme of video game development needs a serious overhaul because i never want to read or hear the statement that you need to sell 60 million copies of a game to break even. You're doing it wrong. There's something that you are definitely not uh, allocating uh, in terms of resources or talent or expenditures. Like, you are fucking up if, if, if that is your, your closing statement. I will never forget EA saying that uh, about Dev Space 3. Like, never. That, that will be forever ingrained in my head. So, like, this is just another example of, like, some very much needed reform within the industry. I I'm actually very curious to see like what sort of standards Japan has uh, for a lot of the voice yeah, acting that they have done over see, there. Yeah, they have it. Yeah, because it seems like it's definitely a more revered uh, occupation. I'm sure they probably get. I would hope maybe more respect than than. Yeah, we were we were we were talking about uh, Dragon Ball Super. Earlier, it's the same the same voice actor who's voiced Goku from Dragon Ball, like from Dragon Ball, up until like now has been doing it this entire time. Mm. Has been doing it for over twenty seven years. That's insane to me. Like this is absolutely insane to me. I from longer actually. There's got it's definitely longer than twenty seven years because like I said, she was doing Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball was a 
a mid 90s joint that I want to say something to that effect maybe 30 I'll have to look it up and she's still that old 70 year old plus woman is still trucking along like and getting into the voice acting booth um but yeah I let I can only hope that it gets resolved soon but let's let's go ahead and talk about I, you know, do I want to save the best for last? Because I'm really excited to talk I mean, about it. I've been... I, I think we we kind of touched on a lot of stuff. We touched on, you know, a little bit of Red Dead, which, I mean, in in typical Rockstar fashion, they kind of just gave us, like, a, a snippet of what you can expect. Like, nothing really revealing. Just, hey, this stuff looks really good. Like, and that's about all it, it was. It's got, like, a Magnificent Seven vibe mm-hmm, to it, mm-hmm. which, uh, like, I was kind of hoping it wouldn't. I, I still... Hmm... I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. It, it, I, it, it's weird. It's just one of the things like we knew it was going to get announced, and this kind of goes into the other thing. Like we kind of knew it was already coming. We just had to get final actual confirmation of it being real, and then we got it. We're like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Like, let's wait till the actual cool four or five minute long trailer or gameplay comes out, and then we'll be more excited. But like just knowing it's it's real is okay. That's cool. Well, okay. So here's the weird thing with me mm. about that whole thing, and like I don't want to be. Debbie Downer Supreme on it, but I, when I think of Red Dead Redemption and the announcement for the sequel, my head immediately tracks over to the case that is Max Payne 3. Um, and I feel like there is this, there's such a sacred reverence for Red Dead Redemption and just like it had a very big impact in terms of how like you do narrative in a video game and just like just spectacle and presentation and and just a solid gameplay all around nothing groundbreaking but there it had a lot of significant impact in various ways that i i don't i don't know if the game's entirely aged immaculately but i i would assume it's definitely aged well to where you can go back and play it i i don't know if i can call it a timeless game yet it's not there um i think it's very close to being there but the point that i'm trying to illustrate is that I feel like there is such a high benchmark that was set from it. I mean, it's it's definitely left an impact to where people are still talking about it. I I know that this game is even considered to be like the other people's all time favorite. Like with some people that I've discussed, which you know I'm I don't know how, but I'm not gonna you know necessarily shit on that opinion. I will, however, like express very. Like just high apprehension, as I mentioned earlier with Max Payne 3, where I do not feel that Red Dead Redemption 2 will deliver that same pedigree of quality, or, or at least to the point it won't leave that, it won't have that same effect on people, and I and I feel like it, it'll, it'll, it'll be like the Max Payne 3 effect, where like those first two are, are held in such high regards. Now, those games have definitely aged terribly, but I think like they still did quite a bit four games and like they tried to modernize it with three and add like you know present sensibilities to it like it and turned it into a cover game with bullet time it didn't fucking work it wasn't the arcadey crazy shooter that it wasn't even max Payne. so at this point like red dead has always been in that weird like in this weird juxtaposition where it's its own thing. And then it's almost kind of like a, a a small sampling of GTA. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
I I don't know what they're going to do within an open world diagram, especially when they're showing all those motherfuckers like in the teaser image. Like, are they going to try to recreate the the lightning that was Grand Theft Auto Five? And even then, like Grand Theft, Auto, I won't deny its success. Again, I it's coincidental that I mentioned earlier. Like, eh, it wasn't. I don't know. I wasn't all that impressed with it, but. Um, I won't deny credit where credit's due is in terms of its success. And I, I don't think that that's something that Red Dead Redemption can necessarily uh, recreate. I, I honestly feel like instead it might be a shallow duplicate at best. And like, I don't, I don't want that kind of note for the, the series to end off on. Like, I don't even, I don't know, man. Like at the same time though, we all, we all took turns shitting on undead, redemption and it actually turned out to be pretty cool so but at the same time zombies were cool at that time now like uh i'm so sick of zombies in games so <laughs> yeah, yeah it's who knows who knows what, what, what's the new thing if it's not zombies now what is it do you think uh, oh, oh I, I know it is fucking uh uh exosuits exosuits yeah red dead, yeah, red dead redemption 2's add-on the, the standalone expansion will be them in exosuits I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's or in space. like a wild, or wild space. west thing, right? Yeah, like Red Dead Redemption in space. So, holy shit, we are putting everything back in space again, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah, we are. It's happening. Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Mars, like, mm. it should be Red Faction if they're gonna do that. The the new uh, frontier, uh, uh, like, I want I want Red Faction, man. That's all I want. If they have Space Cowboy DLC. I will hold Ooh, all of you responsible. I like that. Okay. Hey, man. I, I'm okay with this. I, I want to be the pioneer. I'm okay with this. You're okay with that? Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. You're the you're the you're the, you're the progenitor on this. Um. But yeah, there's not a whole lot to talk about. I and again, I don't have personally like I don't know. I might. I was thinking about replaying Red Dead, but like there's so much else to fucking play that I don't know exactly whether or not I can. So. Mm. Um. But how do you, I don't know, Sarah? Did, do you have any particular memories with Red Dead? I've never played Red Dead. It's good. I think it's definitely like I don't know. Weirdly enough, okay. Does anybody remember Gun? Yeah, mm-hmm. I have Gun. I kind of like a lot, lot, launch title. I think it was like right at that time where like you're going from original Xbox to the 360. I fucking love Gun. Like I stupid love Gun. I think a really underrated um, one is um, Call of Juarez. Bound in Blood. I think that was very underrated for like a Western game. Mm. It's really solid. Um, I'll I, be honest. Well, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I was a lot more interested in the Red Dead series when it was being made by Capcom. <laughs> a lot, yeah, lot, a lot of people forget okay. about that, which is kind of crazy to think. Yeah, and then Rockstar took it. Well, the very first Red Dead because it was Red Dead Revolver. Yeah, and that game wasn't. I don't even think it was an open world game. It was just like an action game. Um, and that one was all right. That was still published by Rockstar. Yeah, but then Red Dead Redemption came out. And yeah, I don't think it was one of those. No one was expecting it to be as good as it was. It definitely it was it was definitely a surprise to say the least. Um, so which is weird because we oh, Doom. It was like the, it was it was that year's doom where nobody anticipated that it would be as captivating 
as it was and and again it, for what it did for narrative and presentation it it definitely remains impactful almost i wouldn't say in the, in the same caliber of bioshock but i'd put it up there i mean there are people that still talk about this game i know that there are people that go back and still play this game because as i mentioned all-time favorite but eh, like i i think we'll need a little bit more from rockstar um and I know we won't get it until very, very later because we are on Rock, Rockstar's blacklist, and so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's um, why we're not saying I'll, I'll put it out yeah. there every time that mm. we are on their blacklist. Like, you know, I I can't I won't say why because I won't be that petty, but you guys could only assume why. But yeah, um, we'll cover it at some point if if it's convenient for us. But uh, until then, I sincerely hope that red dead 2 um i don't know we don't really have much to go off of anything for all we know it may not even be an open world game again it could just be horse racing and that's it sure Who the fu- it, i don't it, you know it, yeah it exactly gta online but with cowboys now it's a new add-on they're doing for gta 5 it's not even its own game yeah <laughs> exactly we could dude you laugh but we can super get trolled like that it's happened it's happened before um so Ah, who knows? Anyway, fuck, fuck Red Dead Two. Okay. No, the real, the, the real, real news, reveal that day. The real news. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. So, after months and months of us going, oh, I don't know, mm, maybe. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. We saw what happened, and it was. I don't know. I'm pretty excited. It's fucking dope. Uh, I, you guys. I mean, I was going off on it on Twitter for those listening. Uh, if they could recall the uh, morning of announcement. But Nintendo treated us to a three-minute trailer, which is uh, pretty dope when you consider that the Wii and the Wii U were all 30 seconds or less, way less at most. So we got a whole three minutes um, dedicated to the reveal of their brand-new home console, uh, the Nintendo Switch, which there's a lot of things going on, and it also ties into our feature topic. Because there's a huge marketing shift. And I don't think... I mean, the girlfriend actually pointed it out at first. I didn't realize it until re-watching the trailer more and more. But there's definitely... Like, Nintendo is shifting demographics. And there are very subtle cues that point that out. Um, but yeah, the Nintendo Switch. What do you guys... I want to hear... Because you guys kind of know how I feel. I'm, I'm a little skeptical, but I'm actually honestly pretty excited. And I think there could be a lot done with it or it can introduce quite a bit because, well, I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, me personally, I mean, I'm, I would say lukewarm to the idea. I'm not, I'm not going to hate on it because, you know, I think having a Nintendo console is a much better world than having just Xbox and Sony. I think Nintendo needs to be in that race, whether it's they're doing their own thing or they're trying to compete and they're trying to hang with the other two. Uh, or even like, you know, Sarah's been mentioning with the PC being kind of more of a, a dominant platform with a lot of other genres nowadays. Like, I'm glad Nintendo's still in there. Um, I do feel like this is going to, unfortunately, kind of lead to some mis- misleading messages. Um, not not as bad as the Wii U was when the Wii U was just kind of like, hey, this is an add-on for the Wii, right? Because we have no idea what the fuck this is. They're at least coming out with a unique name and unique concept. To where it's like, okay, you know exactly what you're getting because it's not like we're going to call it the Nintendo like everyone thought they were going to. Like, it, it's not, you know, it, it's its own new thing. The thing I'm kind of concerned about is we all thought that, okay, this is them bringing together console and portable gaming as a hybrid. 
So that means the 3DS is out, right? Like, we don't need a 3DS now because this is your portable gaming system and your home console system. And from the initial reports after this reveal, it sounds like that may not be the case. It seems like they're kind of focusing this as more of their console in the home experience. And they're not really saying this is like this is also the portable experience they're going to have. So do we expect they keep on continuing with the 3DS support now that this is a portable thing you can take outside of the house? Because I feel like they shoot themselves in the foot if they do that. If they give people the option for the 3DS but then also have this that can be portable. Um, I, so I agree. I, 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 ho- I hope that's not the is... case, but that's kind of what I'm thinking they're kind of, they're kind of going so... towards. I was feeling that. I was feeling that, and, like, I think what it is is because of, like, I don't know, the the risk involved with, like, all the aspects surrounding this uh, gimmick and, and direction with the home console. I think it's going to be a slow transition to uh, the Switch just being the console. Uh, one for home and like people like I personally I'm on the fence I'm not on the fence I'm on the side of the fence that thinks this is brilliant because I feel like there are a lot of resources that are allocated to portable division and then the console division and bringing that together and just consolidating it would be able to deliver an experience that would work out for everyone like this essentially is going to be the console version of of Pokemon. You can bring Fire Emblem to this like very easily. You can do a ton of different things with this. And the thing though that I have worries about is that they, you know, Sony kind of went that direction with the Vita, but at the same time like they they I mean the Vita wasn't up to snuff. This is obviously up to snuff, but like I I don't know. I feel like it's it's weird because it like I personally think it could they could make the leap but they definitely shouldn't make it right away. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's smart to keep the 3DS around. And not only that, the 3DS is a safe bet because there are people that are super excited about this and then there are people who are just like meh. Like yeah. I can so only imagine Sarah's the market not... for those portable gamers as well. Like they don't have to like assume and hope that everyone buys this to get their portable fix. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, Sarah, I never got to talk to you much in detail. But, like, okay, you have a Wii U, right? It took us a while to get you to con- convince you to get one. Uh, but you have one, correct? Yes, and it was a fucking burn when I bought it. Really? Cause I yeah, really, had... because it's been less than three fucking years. Mm. Mm, but you didn't get it right away. It doesn't matter. It's still been on on the shelves for three and a half fucking years. Well, let's also know that it definitely does not have the support it should have. Even from Nintendo. It doesn't. Even from Nintendo. And you know what? <laughs> I think I think the 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 things that people find so brilliant about this machine are also kind of like multiple layers of bullshit too. Because you've got this system that they're like, "Oh yeah, cool, home console. Oh, neat. Portable system." But Nintendo hasn't gone on record saying that it's going to be the replacement for either the 3DS or the Wii U. So oh, what no, else they, is there? I think it's implied that no, it's no, no. the replacement it's for the not, Wii U. Not only is it not implied, it's not confirmed at all. Nintendo went on record saying it's not replacing anything. So what is it not replacing and what's coming to replace the Switch in a year and a half, two fucking years? When hey, you're spending dude. when you're spending five hundred dollars on the system. Oh right? I don't think it'll be five hundred dollars. I guarantee it'll be five hundred dollars for can- for Canadian residents, definitely. Oh. Mm. E- even at four hundred well, four hundred's too much for me. 
It is. I'll, I'll, it's too I'll much. Jump in, I think I'll it'll jump be in, 350, like the Wii U. I'll jump in at 3. Because I, I think... I, well, the Wii U was 350. And then, but then I waited till it came down to 3, and then I jumped on. Mm. So, I mean, I, I feel like... I I have to have it because I feel like I just... I, I, I don't like not having an experience. I, I think the only thing I maybe don't experience in games right now is maybe VR. I don't have the opportunity to really experience that right now. I'd like to, but I feel like I can experience what every game has to offer through various platforms. Um, so I do want it because I want to experience Nintendo and I want to experience, you know, maybe at this point though, I really don't feel like they can bring unique experiences other than what Nintendo can offer first party. It, the whole Skyrim and having NBA thing on that system does absolutely nothing for me. I can play those games already. I can play them on other platforms and more than likely Ooh. probably more advanced ways and, of playing them. I kind of want to sort of drop in there too mm-hmm. when you mentioned Skyrim and NBA and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those games too have the publishers on record saying we're not making Skyrim for the Switch. Yeah, yeah, I have heard about that. So as well. at mm-hmm. I, at this point, it's basically the Nintendo bait and switch. I, I think it's just the developers and publishers probably keeping distance just in case they don't want to get like so gung ho about it, and then it, and if it doesn't do well, they're like, oh. Damn, we gotta do. But if well, they still have their, but they're still on their their list of publishers. Mm. Like, okay, mm. but the I'll Wii U had a big list too, right? Mm-hmm. EA was on there for about a month, and then they're like, "Nah, fuck this," and just like <laughs> you hear him just stepping yeah. off the ground, like doo, 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 door closed. That was that was my which holy that stuff. I don't know, man. I me, dude. I'll tell you right now, it's weird because like I I like the Wii U. I do. I like the Wii U because, like, I felt like this is what the Wii should have been. But at the same time, the Wii U is lacking. And now I'm like, well, the Switch is what the Wii U should have been. So, but here's the thing. There's no touch controls. There's no... Not only is there no... It's been confirmed that there's no touch controls. There's no motion controls. This is a traditional experience with a cool little twist. There's also no um, dual game uh experience either it is just one screen so they're not even doing the wii u thing which is like you know i kind of like the dual screen experience with wii u but i don't think it like i'm i will go on record to admit that it's it is flawed at times and it does not work i think the one game that really put the nail in in me admitting that was Star Fox. like and i really wanted it to work well but then again like that's something that sarah actually enjoyed so i don't know i I'm I'm going to go on record here to say that there was nothing wrong with the Wii U really architecturally. Like I enjoyed what I played on it, but it's it's support. rapid bleed of support. Like it wasn't even a slow bleed. It was rapidly bleeding pretty much from launch. They they stabbed themselves in the foot or something and it never really healed. Yeah, man. I mean, Color Splash I think is the only thing coming out for it like and that's already out. It's out, and yeah, yeah. it came and went. <laughs> so now they're like, oh, yeah. damn, now what? Well, no, that's what I mean. That's the one thing that had coming out for yeah. it. Uh, we also, like, have a... We, we have a play-play of that. Same with 3DS, though, too. Soon. 3DS has Pokemon, and then what? Yeah. I mean, I, it's kind of crazy. But there's, like, they're, well, they're, I mean, they're, you they're know, like a standstill Dragon, until the NX comes out. Dragon Quest Tate is, you know, next year, but still, mm. it's coming. Yeah, that's true. I did forget about that one. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. I, well, Dragon Quest Eleven's been confirmed for Switch as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. I I feel like you know, there, there's a lot of things about that that are exciting to me. But nothing is like holy shit. This is going to change 
everything. Like, I am, no, like, it will not. Sorry. Like, I'm glad that Nintendo's at least getting away from the, the, maybe all, you know, most of the time when Nintendo's promoting the Wii and the Wii U, they definitely kind of like, I mean, we've talked about several times, like you, you talk about the hardcore, you talk about the, the core gamers and how they're alienated by Nintendo. Um, I'm glad they're at least distancing, distancing themselves from like this. It's not a mini game system and it's not this really weird peripheral that you have to use. It's this really weird, innovative way on how to control games. Like well, they, they, actually, so, so much so they don't even have kids in the commercial, which is kind of right. Awesome, that's exactly what I kind wanted of awesome, to, but let's be honest. It's going to be fucking kids that buy that thing and play that thing. I mean, you're not going to be able to get away from that shit. I don't know about that. See, here's the thing. All, the, all these all right, snot-nosed so kids playing Splatoon. Let, let's talk about let's talk about something oh, real quick. Sorry. And that that's this is where I'm just like this is where the demographic is shifting because mm-hmm. we've got Nintendo doing a lot of things outside of their comfort zone, but also kind of doing something. Dude, they're I I think they're just fuck kids in general at this point. But here but, here here's where like okay if if that were the case if they truly wanted to do that and they truly wanted to distance themselves from that. Um, I feel like they can't. They can't fall back on the 3ds. And not only that, but I feel like if they're gonna go for something, they need to go for it. Like I like the idea of them doing this whole Splatoon esports thing, but if they're gonna do that shit, they need to fucking lean in hard. Like if you want to get that esports market, this Twitch kind of mentality of people like in gaming nowadays, you can't just half-ass it. If you do, you're just gonna be every other game that tries to say we're gonna be esports, like fucking evolve, and then it doesn't go anywhere. Then you're fucked. Like, if you're going to go with that shit, even even slightly, like, you need to go all in or need to not do it at all. So, I really hope that what they really should have done, I think if they would have been really smart about it, and they wanted to embrace that esports mentality, they could have easily just came out with one thing and just said, we got Smash, Melee, HD, esports, FGC, whatever the fuck. Like, if they would have done that, I think you would have had a much bigger, like, oh shit, they're doing it. Because Melee, just from my experience at Evo and just from, you know, kind of watching Twitch, fuckers play the shit out from fucking Smash Brothers Melee. If they had come out with that as their big thing, like the, you know, here's Zelda, here's new Mario, here's Brawl HD, or not Brawl, uh, Melee HD, I think that shit would have been way more impressive. I mean, Splatoon's great and all, but if they want to do esports, they want to do this whole, like, Twitch kind of thing, they have to go pretty much all for it or don't do it at all. You, You can't half ass it. Right, and I don't think they are. I think of anything, there might be a tease. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think what I really, really want to... Because, again, that's part of their initiative. Or, or I Again, I can't even say initiative, but from my impression... Okay, think about what Nintendo is doing. Think about some of the big announcements. We've got the Mini NES, which is super cool. It's, it's really ripping out our nostalgia, right? So we've got that, but... For I mean, all the four people that'll buy it. Uh... I dude, I don't. Fucking all the grandmas are gonna buy that shit. You kidding me? All yeah, all four I... copies that they'll make. Sure. Okay, that's fair. Okay, allocation. Yes, <laughs> yeah. allocation. Yes, I will give yeah. you that. Yeah, the allocation. It's already, it's already discontinued. But... It hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be hard to get a hold of. I think on that regard, but it's also going to be in high demand, and it already is, in my opinion. So why so not make just, numbers to match the demand? I don't fucking. But, but they want to create that sense of oh, that's shit, just it, hard right? Yeah, it, it, it's on purpose. It's artificial demand. Which basically, again, here's what you do: you don't get the mini NES, you just buy the Famicom Mini and get a better selection of games. Anyway, is that a thing? It is a thing. That, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. The, yep. Japan's getting a Famicom Mini. We're getting an For, NES Mini. Fuck. They've got River City Ransom and its sequel on there. And instead of Final Fantasy One, you get Final Fantasy Three. 
Win, win, win. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, yeah, but then you got it in Japanese. So, like, so what? Mm. It's so an easy, much. it's an easy translation because they don't use kanji characters in there. Ah, uh, true. Yeah, but I, uh, dude, all right. I want Bubble Bobble and I want Kirby. So, like, I Kirby's I want, gonna I want... be on the Famicom Mini too. Yeah, well, dude, Contra is Contra gonna be on the Mini? I believe it is. Yeah, but I mean, not on the Famicom Mini. We'll have to look at the list. We'll compare it. I think there there is a comprehensive uh, compare and contrast between the two. I Point think you missed make... out on uh, Castlevania Two, which you know, fuck that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck you, man! I love Simon's Quest, even though yeah. it's terrible. It's terribly designed. But anyway, <laughs> um, but okay. So the point I'm trying to make: we have the NES Mini, we have Super Mario iOS, and now we've got this. They are going out of their comfort zones and they're pushing towards younger adults, man. Like it's. Nintendo is realizing that it needs to shift focus somewhere, and if they if they really like just drop some of the family friendly accessibility instead make it accessible in other means while delivering like those really like dedicated hardcore experiences like they did with Breath of the Wild that I can like if you just see what they're doing with Breath of the Wild and then the fact that like those other games that were in the trailer. They've confirmed, like, yeah, we have a new Mario in the works for it. We have a new Mario Kart in the works for it. And we're really, really pushing third-party support. And to be honest, that list is bigger than what the Wii U had. But it the the real testament won't be the list, but, like, the remaining publishers that still support it. And if anything, we're, we're going to... I don't know, man. You're going to see a shift to where hopefully it's going to have experience. My, my biggest concerns, my two big concerns are battery life which you know we all know the wii u gamepad alone is no bueno but like the battery they're saying life... uh, it's about three hours mm. like, congratulations you've made a second nomad yeah the three hours is not good uh but hopefully there there's going to be something put more into dedication for that like again there there is it is a bit ambitious, but hopefully we can get at least five or six. But uh, aside from battery life, my other uh, concern is the data connectivity and the fact that like they are aware of like the online environment, and you know the Wii U's online connectivity is still poor in comparison. Uh, the Nintendo network and the Miiverse profile was nothing that we thought it was going to fucking be. Hopefully. Nintendo will actually understand the concept of a gaming card and profile. But even then, you have this console that you are punctuating to be like accessible anywhere and do anything with at any given time. Like, what do you do when you take it out and like you're not in an area that supports Wi Fi? Like that dude chilling like in that sweet, sad, like like fucking sunset park or sun or dawn, dawning park, I don't know. I don't remember. I think it was a dawn. Yeah, it was done. Um, where he's playing Zelda, like Zelda doesn't need an internet connection. But what what if he's trying to get down on some sweet like b-ball action on NBA 2K the 17? Like that, With like fucking do you have a data plan? Paddles things. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I am not. I think that's another thing. Like the the ergonomics for those like side, the tilted controllers. But at the same time, they have options. Like you saw the the pro controller esque. Which by the way. Like, fucking good on Nintendo, man, for bringing back asymmetry for their analogs. Because, hey, it works with Xbox One. I can totally see it working with 
uh, Nintendo, and, and, like, I feel like it took the PlayStation a while to really nail down the setup with the PlayStation 4, as opposed, because, again, the PlayStation 3, it was alright, but, like, now it's just about damn near perfect, and I think the, I think Sony really has the lockdown on that, and the Pro Controller, mm, it was alright, and, and then the symmetrical analogs with the gamepad, eh, it's okay, but it's still very awkward, and we've talked about the awkwardness, so I'm glad they switched that around. Um, I think that uh, stand-in for a D-pad is kind of gross, though. I don't know. Oh, the buttons? I couldn't, yeah. couldn't see that. Nah. Well, no, I'm, dude, they're I'm abandoning. The jo- they're abandoning the thing that revitalized the whole industry, you know? Like, yeah, just go back, just go back to like, well, uh, uh, one one stick and one button if they really want to go. Well, that route. well, okay, but hold on. Yeah. But I will say that the Pro Controller does have the D-pad. It does. But but yes, do you think the Pro Controller have- going to come with the system? Nope. No, it's no. good. I don't even know if the Joy-Con is going to come with this. System. Fuck it, man. I hope the base ain't going to come. They're going to give you a screen. There you go, <laughs> man. Here you yeah. go. Here's your screen. I'm- I'm personally excited for it. I, um, I I look forward I, to it. I just like that it's a thing. But um, I I mean, let's be honest. I'm just gonna get the shit. To you're play. not blown away I'm by. I'm gonna it. get to play Zelda. I mean, fucking you know, whatever. I'm gonna get to play Zelda. Well, <laughs> it it has also been confirmed that it will handle amiibo support. How I don't know. I have not used an amiibo, um, which is weird. Ever. And dude, not, you got to get that Wolf not amiibo once. I got it. Wolf Link amiibo. I got it. It's in it's in its packaging. Oh, dude! If I if I can buy a Wait. game with an amiibo for every game they come out with for the Switch, then fuck yeah, let's go. I want I want dude. NBA Two K Seventeen amiibo with my game. LeBron with James, a, mm-hmm, yeah, amiibo. with a LeBron. Ja- well, wait. Can we get a special edition uh, LeBron James amiibo where he's like on his butt, like just grabbing at his knee? Don't you hate on Cleveland? Don't you do that? <laughs> go right, Indians! Right, We're going all the way. I don't know. I don't watch sports. I don't really care. Anyway, um, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm personally excited for the Switch. I'm sorry that you feel burned on the Wii U, sir. No, it's, I'm um, not touching the Switch until we see what happens with their real home console successor. We'll figure but it out. But, like, you said that with the Wii U, and then I feel like you hopped on too late. Yeah, but you see, the fucking console cycles are all completely fucked up They don't right exist now, anymore. So. What we expected for they don't consoles, exist anymore. Yeah, like, you expect, like, I, five I wanna... seven years on console? That shit ain't happening anymore, man. If I'm going to spend 500 bucks on something, it's got to be something that's going to last more than two and a half years, mm-hmm. right? I, I feel burned with the PS4 as well, if you want to know. but Well, okay, we we haven't gotten to actually talk about the PS4 Pro. It has been a while. I Okay, you want to talk about something that I'm not it's sold more on like that. The, it's, it's more like the PS4 Oh, Like, another one came out. Oh, um, right. Scorpio, I'm a little... Well, okay, I'm not as pissed off about that because I haven't invested into an Xbox One. But, I mean... If this is the way things are going, man, I don't know. I think I'm out for modern games. Like, I, I can't afford to keep up. Forget it. Mm-hmm. Well, you really don't okay. have to. Is there anything see, that's out with new systems that you, like, have to experience? I don't think so. Not really. I mean, no, I'm glad I, I'm really. glad I am, but I, there's not that game where I'm like, oh, my God, this is like, yeah, like, you buy a system to play this game. For me, they still haven't hit that yet. No, I, and it's sad, but, like, there, there are certain, I don't know. Like, I feel like if anything, th- those moments are are for the people who stuck with it. But yeah, dude, the Scorpio, I'm not that even even then. I have an Xbox One and I have a PS4. I bought them at launch. Like, you know, I I'm mad about the PS4 Pro just because like 
I feel like that was, it's a very shallow attempt at pandering uh, the supposed leg up that's not really there. Because if you think about it, like, HDR and 4K are really the only difference makers involved. And I don't have a television that's capable of producing either. But with my experience with HDR, I'm not a fan of it. It makes everything super bright. It makes everything look wet. I hate that. I hate that effect so much. Like, it, like shit looks moist. Um, and I, I don't know. Uh, and the other thing is, is it makes shit way too bright. Like, colors, I, I get it. Colors are popping. But when those colors are popping and moving at the frames that they do and everything looks like butter... Like, I don't like this. That's why I don't even understand, like, the absolute need for 60 frames per second. Like, like I don't. Okay, well, 60 frames per second, is, it's important for VR, but not much else. Right. Thank you. Like, it, everything, it, it feels slippery. It feels very unnatural. Like, I don't, I don't even know if my eyes naturally are optimized for 60 frames per second. It's more and along like, the lines of 78, but, yeah. Yeah, dude, just... And, I, um... Uh, for the HDR thing, like I, I play Final Fantasy fourteen a lot on my PC, and I disabled HDR, and I don't see a difference. Like, there's no difference between when HDR is it's, enabled or disabled. It's fairly negligible, and I feel like some of the biggest there are certain like features now on on the Xbox One S that are are native with that that the PS4 Pro won't even have. What the fuck is the point of even like they? Sony is staying the course. That's it's in it's insane to me. Like, in fact, like going more into the architecture, the closer it gets to the launch of it, it's just a fucking processor. It's an extra PS4 processor that like works in tandem with the other GPU to increase the RAM. You know what other system did that? There's only one other system in existence that has fucking done that. Would you guys like to know what it is? I can't believe I'm mentioning it twice in one episode, which is weird. I really didn't intend to do that. I promise Jaguar. you. Fucking, yeah, the fucking oh, Jaguar. Man. Which is, uh, we all know is a lie. <laughs> so, like, I, you know, that's what the fucking PS4 Pro is to me. It's just a glorified, marketed lie. Yeah, now it, I want it if it's going to be like the Jaguar. Now I want it. Oh, dude. Wait, hold on. What was the lie with the Jaguar again? That it was 64 bits when it wasn't? No, the PC Engine was uh, 8-bit, not 16. Right, and that's another big... They're all... It's all mm. lie. We're being lied to. Which, I mean, if you think of it, though, right? Uh, with that arcade card add-on, that's a pretty impressive 8-bit uh, system, man. Let me tell you. It is. Oh, yeah. Um, But don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Let's um, let's go ahead and talk about what's in our console, and then we can we can talk about all the other lies that were that are shoved in front of our face. Fuck um, you, Nintendo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's done, man. Oh, man. Hey, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Uh, well, same old, same old, really. <laughs> ah, well, ah, 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 what? How'd you do that? What happened? 
I, I tweaked something. I tweaked it. I think I tweaked Jeez. my elbow. God, oh, now that's the wrong kind ear? of tweak. It's these earbuds I wear. Like, I think I'm going to be working out, so I want to have the right earbuds to work out and run. But I end up just tripping over them and, and hurting myself like I just did. Yeah, you're subscribing to the wrong mm. kind of tweak there, pal. I mean, mm. speaking of earbuds, tweaked audio. Jesus. Tweaked audio. Dude, they're tangle-free. Tangle-free earbuds that come in seven different styles and colors. And not only that, they allow for mic'd and non-mic'd versions. So that way you can use them anytime you're... I don't know, calling for a doctor because it sounds like you're in a lot of pain right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those, they, those cost way too much money, though. I, I don't think I could afford a, a pair of earbuds that don't tangle because they all do. They well, always tangle up. You know, dude, they are designed to sound great and they're really cool for just about anything you need them for is because they got noise reducing design. So with all these sweet features, you'd be in luck because we currently have a code that you can use on tweakedaudio.com right now it's ppr you just got to type PPR. ppr and you'll be set from there it's easy enough hey sarah can you help me up man like i think i really hurt something i need some yeah, help man. you prop me up oh, please man. all right dude what happened get up man so you you, te- you tripped over these things yeah I, more like i fell over them i think <laughs> honestly man. i hurt myself pretty bad why don't you have any tweaked i mean they're compatible with ipods iphones and android devices so you really have no excuse i mean i guess but like you said there's a discount code but i mean Am I really going to save a lot, you think, with this? Because I, I sure. really can't afford... I, I, I honestly tear up all my earbuds, like, all the time. Well, 33% off with free shipping and a lifetime warranty? How could you afford not to, dude? <sighs> lifetime of warranty would be amazing, because I'm very, very clumsy. And also, I, I live on a limited income, because... I buy way too many earbuds, so I need to buy <laughs> one. Ear, I need to buy one pair and be done. So I think this is the one I'm going to get. Man, go to www.tweakedaudio.com and get your shit sorted out. Yeah, dude, enter in the code PPR and you can get 33% off some new earbuds. Uh, but before we do that, let's let's get you to the nearest emergency uh, care. Yeah. 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 Can we ice this? Thank you. OK. What's in your console? Fucking put a, for- put a fork put in it. Put a in fork in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I love it. I hate to put you through all this distress. We have to move on to something a little bit more heartwarming. Right. In fact, you go first, Sarah. What's in your console, buddy? Talk to mm, me. I don't know what I've been playing lately other than, you know, working absurd hours. I did get around to playing some stuff on Saturn, though. Uh, did a game called Steam Gear Mash for Import Heaven. And uh, it's kind of a an interesting amalgamation of, of genres. Um, I bought it mostly because it had neat cover art and it was cheap. But it turned out to be an interesting isometric perspective run and gun with Metroidvania properties. Um, I would say three parts action platformer, one part shooting, one part Castlevania. And uh, there's actually straight up shmup sequences in there too, which is kind of interesting. So really there's something there for everyone. Um, And at about 20 bucks US, uh, it's not going to break the bank, but it's really short. So I, I did see the end of it. It wasn't bad. Uh, but there's a lot of sticking points, like the control isn't exactly, um, well, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's not intuitive, but it doesn't work very well because of the isometric perspective. Um, but yeah, it's it's not too bad. You should check out the review. I explain it much more uh, in depth there, but uh, it's uh, it was something that I, that I enjoyed over the last little while, but yeah. Uh, 
Um, I was going to say, there is something on Saturn that I did want to pick up um, that was a shooter. I think it's like something Layer, for- layer Force 2. Layer Section 2. Layer Section 2. Yes. Yeah. I that still need, something... I need to get that one. Uh, I don't have it. I have Layer Section 1, though. It's pretty good. Um, funny that you mentioned that. So my Mega CD uh, shit the bed, and Ooh. my Turbo Duo shit the bed. Well, no, no. so... Well, here's the thing. Um, Francis uh, from Hey Poor Player, shout out to Hey Poor Player, as always. Uh, he hooked me up with this dude who can... Uh, I already sent my systems off to him, and he, he vouched for him and vetted him uh, with uh, very high regards. So I uh, definitely sent my systems out, and the dude's already working on him, and he's going to be able to fix both. He's very confident that the laser went out on the Mega CD, uh, which can happen. And then my Turbo Duo is just the sound capacitors. Like, they oh, just yeah, need to get okay. recapped. Getting it recapped, yeah. Yeah, so get everything fixed, and hopefully I'll have something ready for there. But um, there was a new independent uh, Famicom game. It was actually released that I really want to get my hands on. And apparently... Kara Kara uh, Star Knight Deluxe? Yeah, and apparently there's something new coming out for both Mega CD and Turbo Duo. But, uh, um, oh, which reminded um, me... What was that? Star, Star, not Star Frontier. Maybe it was Star Frontier. It's also on Dreamcast. Yes. Yeah, I, I think it's Star it. Frontier. One of the something like something along those lines. Yeah. So I've been trying to get those uh, ready and and put together. Um, but aside from that, man, I, I yeah, I have been definitely. It's been fun to get into older games. Uh, again, I mean, not that I've ever gotten out of them, but it's been fun to get in older games to show Val. Um, like I got her playing on the Virtual Boy every now and again, which is weird, but she's been digging on that. <laughs> I've um, seen those also, pictures, yeah. Yeah, dude, she's been digging on it. Well, um, yeah, it's because like she's very familiar with the 3DS, so it's just like I really want you to see like how 3D is done with this thing, and she's even like, wow, dude, this is actually this works better. Which, you know, I, I it's funny. Uh, we thought 3D was going to be a thing. And uh, it's not really a thing. Funny how 3D is not on the uh, Switch, which I'm happy about, by the way. Uh, but but <laughs> That's not a the... good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, no mention of that whatsoever. Yeah, 3D is not on a Switch. Motion control is not on a Switch. Touch control is not on a Switch. But Amiibos will work with it. I don't know how. So no, I mean, how hard could it be? Just throw a near near field sensor in the screen and away you go. Oh yeah, I can see that. I just feel like that might interfere with the. I don't know. I feel no, like no, not really. They're... I mean, you got to think, right? Amiibos are only like tap and go, right? You know what? I just realized that they do that with the 3ds, like the new 3ds. Shit. Yeah. There you go. Well, then shut my my stupid fucking mouth. Um. But I was going somewhere with this. God damn it. And I don't remember. Oh, dude, I've been trying to find that Street Fighter 2 repro for fucking Virtual Boy. And it's really, really hard to find. <laughs> uh, I, did we talk about this ever? Uh, I think we like touched on it briefly. It Was it like full Street Fighter 2? Or... Yeah. Street Fighter 2 is a fucking... Is a game that that is now on... Uh, well... There, I, I think what it, I don't know if it was reproduced or if it was a lost ROM that they found and just finished the programming for, but like they were, uh, I'm trying to remember. I'll, I'll find it right now. Um, but yeah, that is currently like I had it bookmarked somewhere, and that is, 
that is on my list of, of something to check out and try with uh, Virtual Boy. But I'm also, like, I don't know. Uh, we still have the play-play ready for it. Actually, we should totally uh, get in time for Halloween. But we still got Jack Bros, which I captured uh, footage in. We did, that would be a nice little play-play for us to uh, also, like, put away. Um, I don't know, man. I'm kind of... I'm kind of digging the Virtual Boy more and more again. Because, like, Francis also got me more excited to talk about it, but he's been on this Lawnmower Man kick with all the VR he's been doing. <laughs> he is so the fucking. Man now. He, have, is the, um, he is the Lawnmower Man now. Have you, uh, do you have Vertical Force? I, dude, I found a American copy of it. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's easier. Super... But, uh,. I actually heard the, the the opposite. Like it's easier to get in for the no Japanese no no one. no. The game itself is easier. Oh, ah. how is it easier? Uh, it just has a lower difficulty. And that option's not available in the Japanese version. No, no. Like the game itself is uh, much more difficult in J- in Japan than in North America. Like the game, it doesn't have difficulty options. It just is natively less difficult in North America. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Which I, I don't know if you got it there. I threw up a picture. And uh, this is something that I've been working on for quite a while. It's my Star Soldier collection. Is, there any is it technically a part Soldier? of the Star Soldier? What's that? It's <laughs> okay. Well, technically, there's, there's no, like, official mention of it anywhere online. But, I mean, come on. Look at the ship on the Vertical Force box. And then look at the ship on the Soldier Blade box. And it's so close. Right? Uh, all of the core mechanics are there. You've got exactly the same fire patterns. You have like little drones following you around, just like in Soldier Blade. Uh, really, the only difference between that and Sol- uh, the Soldier series games is that there's that extra layer of depth. That's pretty much it. It's made by Hudson Soft, right? Uh, I would definitely call it a spinoff, like a direct spinoff from Star Soldier, because like the similarities are too too common between them. Yeah, easily. Uh, one thing that's not in this picture though is Star Soldier sixty four. I totally forgot to put it in there. <laughs> but oh, um, but yeah, I've got uh, all of the core games uh, in the series. There, Star Force is also there, mostly because it was published by Hudson Soft and it kicked off the Star Soldier series. So Star Soldier itself is an offshoot of Star Force. I had uh, no idea. Oh yeah, actually, well that makes sense. I, I, there's something in my head that keeps telling me that, like Star Force was a Tecmo joint too. It is. Yeah. Like in the in the day they were called Tekken, and uh, Hudson Soft helped them out by publishing Star Force. It was a pretty big success on the Famicom uh, and at arcade too. Uh, and then of course you know Star Soldier came from uh, Star Force, and then it sort of branched off on its own thing. And then from Star Soldier, there's Starship Hector and Gunhead. And then Vertical Force. But Gunhead is made by Compile, not uh, Hudson Soft. But it was published by Hudson Soft once again. And it sort of follows the whole Star Soldier uh, uh, vertical scrolling caravan style shooter. Uh, but it has its own like unique weaponry and stuff like that. And Gunhead was released in North America as Blazing Lasers. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Totally forgot about Blazing Lasers, which is a great TurboGrafx-16 game. Um, so other than the Saturn, dude, have you been getting, getting heavy in anything else? Yeah, I played a round of Soldier Blade, busted a million points on my first and only credit, which isn't too bad. Uh, I think I made it to like stage five out of six, something like that. 
I uh, did a, a two minute game, a five minute game, then put it away. And I'll get to it eventually. But uh, the idea that I've got with all of these guys here, uh, Vertical Force notwithstanding, because it's so fucking hard to film that, is um, is I, I kind of want to do like uh, a full series review, one title at a time kind of thing. But it's going to be difficult because I've already done Star Soldier 64 and I've already done Star Perosier. Um, I really like uh, Star Soldier 64. That's actually... It was good, yeah. It was one of the ones that, like, I don't know, I feel like it's one everybody shits on. Um, I personally, you'll... And I forget, it's... I don't know if it's Eco Fighter, but it's one of your favorite shoot-em-ups from Capcom. Oh, the Classics Collection? Yeah. Uh, yeah Eco uh, Fighters was good. That was a really yeah, good one. that's probably become one of my new favorites to mess around with every now and again. Okay, um, hmm. So nothing like, did you check out Color Splash or anything else, or just? No, I can't. I, I can't afford to buy new games. Are you crazy? Come on. Oh man, you know there's a lot coming out with. I'm, uh, I'm, drop, I'm dropping console. way. Too, I'm I'm dropping way too much on these vintage these vintage titles. Star Sol, uh, uh, Soldier Blade cost me like 160 bucks. Ew. Dude, yeah. investments. Yeah, right? just saying. I, that's the thing. I think that's why I took a break from buying older games. Like, well, here's well, no. the thing, though. You don't have to worry about older games if they're not shmups, mm-hmm. right? Because shmups are the most expensive fucking games on the planet, and nobody knows why. I couldn't tell you. Like, okay, take, um, what was that fucking game that I had? Uh, it was like in the first handful of Bullet Heavens back in 09. Uh, it was um, Batsugun, right? I bought Batsugun for 50 bucks, right? Not a bad price. Okay, got it in, reviewed it, done with it. Uh, now it's 350 bucks. Damn. And there's more of them available now than ever before. So why and why how? The price is so high. If it's, mm-hmm. if it's more common now, why is it much more expensive? There's no rhyme or reason Because videos it. like that being out there, man, people are seeing that video and like, oh shit, we got to get these things higher priced. I know, but the fact of the matter is, there's more of them too, yes, so it doesn't. Shouldn't. Yeah, that exp- the explanation doesn't stand, um, mm. and I, I don't. I doubt we'll even know. We'll, we'll ever really know. But uh, yeah, as long as you're not playing shmups, you should be okay for retro. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I got really lucky with a copy of Ninja Warrior, so there was that Ninja Warriors for Super NES. I got extremely lucky. <laughs> And that did not break my bank at all, but in any other situation, Ooh. it totally would. You know what I just bought recently? Mm. I got Yonju Roku Okun and Monogatari, which translates to the 4.6 billion year story, better known over here as Evo, the search for Eden. Oh, dude. Yup. Evo, I read, like, I don't know if it's just going up in price or it's still just at this weird peak of price. Well, as no, 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 recording... it's, it's going, yeah. Yeah, as of recording, it's funny that we're talking about retro games because Portland, uh, Portland Retro Game Show is currently going on right now. And, like, I have friends who are excited, but, yeah, at the same time, they're getting burnt in the fact that, like, they like the, the prices are, are astronomical. Like, it's not even, like, reseller prices anymore. It's just fucking... It's dumb, dude. It's way, way too much to, like, even put into just five games let alone like fucking some of them like just walk away with that one i don't know man i i want to stay on top of it but more and more like if i'm finding a digital option i might i might opt for that i I don't know like 
I've always told myself that I'd, I'd get Earthbound, but I, I, I feel less and less inclined to get Earthbound now that I have it on Virtual Console. So it's it, it, it's a very weird. So it's it's a weird area that we're in with that, but that won't. It's weird me. you like, say I'll... that though. Like I've got Soldier, like, I first got Soldier Blade on Wii Virtual Console, and then I bought it again on the PS uh, the PSN store, and I still got the PC Engine version. Well, like I can, I'm not, I'm not stating that like I won't still, but like there are times where I feel like I'm satiated, and then there are other times where I feel like. Well, fuck no! I need more. I want. I want to own it. So it's a. Uh, you might have missed the boat it, on Earthbound, though. I don't know. Four hundred dollar oh, cartridge. Mm. I don't know if they're four hundred bucks, but like well, I know are. I missed the boat. I know I missed the boat when it comes to like worrying about whether or not the card I get is legit. Because now, yeah. like, the game gets reproed like left and right, and like I, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to take that risk. Well, yeah, no one would, right? Um, what was I going to say though? Evo, right? Cartridge only these days, about 360 bucks. But if you want it in the box, that's like a thousand bucks. Yeah, man. I don't even think I can dip that hard back no. into it. No, no, no. I would never be able to. I, I, I somehow managed to snipe an auction with five seconds left on the clock, uh, for the Japanese version, which, you know, I'm down to do that. Right. Uh, 79 us. It wasn't bad. Nice. What's well, good? Um. Well. All right, Andrew. What are you currently? What what what's in your console, buddy? Can you take a guess? Fuck. Is it Destiny: Rise of it's Iron? Destiny: Rise of Iron. I won't go. I, Rise of Ron. <laughs> I won't go into too much detail, of course, because I mean that's pretty much the most obvious thing that I could say I'm playing right now. Um. It's. I don't think it's that good. Really, I, I wasn't worth well, the wait. Well, no, not 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 necessarily. I think there's enough content there to give you something, but I think at this point, I didn't play a whole lot of Year One Destiny. I played a shit ton of Year Two Destiny, uh, and I think Taken King was the best they've done. I, I really feel like at this point now, this is just filler until we get Destiny Two. Um, it's it's not bad. Um, it's just not. It doesn't do as well as Taken King did with all the new content. But I feel like it, it, it's something to do. Um, the raid so far... And that being said, I am saying this from a perspective of I don't really have a lot of time to play as much as I'd like to. So I haven't beaten the raid yet. Um, my light level's only like 365, and the max is 400 right now. But to be fair, year two Destiny for me, I didn't hit max light until a few months before the expansion came out. So I don't play at that at that rate, I don't really hit max light and have like eight months to spare. Like I, I play pretty, you know, I'm, I'm gradually getting there, but I'm not going there, you know, in a fever pitch. Like I'm not getting there as fast as humanly possible. Um, I enjoy it. There's some things I think there aren't really very well done. The raids. Okay. Um, the multiplayer stuff, the new supremacy modes. Okay. If you like kill confirmed, if you don't, then you probably won't like it. Um, the only cool thing about Destiny, the new content, is that they totally changed the meta. You know, when you're playing something like Destiny, it got to the point where there's only, like, maybe five weapons that are, like, you have to use these weapons if you're playing multiplayer. Or if you're doing the raid, you have to use these specific weapons, and that's the only way you can do it. Now, they have so much variety and so many new weapons, and they've kind of changed the old weapons to where that's not really the case now. Like, you have a lot of stuff you can kind of 
experiment with and see what what your best weapons are, which I appreciate because I feel like that gives you more variety. Um, but I'm just trying to think of what they've all included with it, but there really there really wasn't much to Rise of Iron, uh, a campaign quote unquote campaign that's going to take you about an hour and a half to finish, um, and then the raid. And that's kind of it, you know. There's some good gear and some weapons, oh, but dude. there's not there's not a lot there. I mean, it's not a full on sequel. It's not full on new game. It's just something to hold us over until Destiny Two comes out. Um, so I don't know. It's something. I'll, so, I'll play it a bunch. I'm sure, like I always do. But um, I don't think it was. To be fair, and honestly, this is they they don't really come out and say this, but it's true. This was kind of developed in about nine months. Um, because they originally thought the sequel was going to be coming out by now, and then when they had to push it back, they kind of scrambled to get something out so they could hold people over until the sequel, and this is kind of what Rise of Iron is, just kind of like a placeholder. Um, so I don't think people were going to expect the, like all this new stuff to be like the best thing, but it is a little underwhelming, in my opinion. I, uh, man, like, I don't know. I, I feel like whatever whatever grips destiny may have at this point it's slipping on even the most dedicated I, people yeah are... i think the people that are invested in it now are, are too far gone they're like into it now where it's like it's like wow or like final fantasy 14 you know it's a, it's that kind of hooks where like you've already invested this much time and effort into it you can't really just drop it now because you're already that far invested into it um and also i feel like it's Maybe not so much like WoW and Final Fantasy fourteen because those games don't really get a sequel. They just get add-ons and expansions to enhance that core game. But with Destiny, we know a sequel's coming. We don't know exactly what it's going to be, if it's its own separate thing, and then they'll bring in maybe some aspects of this Destiny. Like, you can keep some of your stuff or keep some of your levels. Like, it probably won't be a, a full continuation. Like, you won't be able to carry over from, here's my max light 400, my level 40 Guardian, and I go right into Destiny 2, I don't think that's the way it's going to happen. It sounds like it's going to be something kind of new, and then maybe if you played a bunch Destiny beforehand, maybe you get something for the next game, but I don't think they're going to let you carry over everything. But that's the kind of crazy thing about Destiny 2, we don't really know what to expect. So it's kind of uncharted territory, so I think people that are invested in it now are just going to stick along for the ride to see what happens. Now when Destiny 2 comes out, that's where I think that's going to be the make or break point. I think that'll be people that have been playing since year one or playing it a bunch, you know, for a while, they hit destiny two and it's not what they want. They're just going to drop off and be done. But, you know, like I said, when that happens, we'll have to kind of wait and see, but, um, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, it's one of those games. I play it mostly because I have friends that play it and I like, I enjoy going on and playing with them. And, um, I wouldn't say I'm a good destiny player, but I do know enough people that jump into destiny kind of, you know, recently and they want to play with people I, that play a bunch and so I'm like oh I've been playing a bunch I'll, I'll help you out I'll jump in and do this and do that and I think that's kind of pretty cool for the Destiny community and the people that play Destiny it's not like a Call of Duty or even like a League of Legends where like the community is just very toxic and they don't want to help other players Destiny doesn't really get that bad I mean maybe online it gets a little you know like that but for the most part like people are cool with like hey I've done the raid yeah I need help okay like we'll run you through it you know, they're all pretty, for the most part. I mean, there's a few bad eggs, but for the most part, they're all pretty like, hey, we'll help you out, we'll get you through this, no problem. Which which I really appreciate. I, alright, I'm super late to Destiny, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about picking mm-hmm. it up. Or not, well, I mean, I already have it, but I mean, picking the actual controller up and playing it. But, like, 
I I have like none of the expansions. So like I I have put like five hours at best in like just wandering around or doing stuff in the main campaign. And and even then, like I don't know, I I don't know if I could if that's really a grind that I'm like it it it, it is awfully I'm, grindy, especially now. And there goes my water pump. Let me go ahead. Oh yeah, man, that's that's I forgot that thing actually worked. Still, gotta get that clean water I, dude. or something. Uh, is that what that does? I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, know about mechanical stuff like that. Uh, oh, but no, geez. but Destiny, you know, for the most part, it's been pretty good. Um, just kind of something to do uh i did jump into overwatch finally like i've owned the game since it came out and, and with the exception of the beta haven't really played a lot of overwatch at all um and just kind of what we did in that initial quick look from a few months back um quick look sorry play play i don't know why i call them quick looks. play play yeah, play yeah, plays. What, dude trademark trademark copyright like, yep just... tm we don't. I hey man, I don't want Gersman on. Me. Uh, I do, like, but that's a wholly different story. <laughs> that man is an angel sent from heaven. Um, oh boy. Yeah, so it's it's um, Overwatch is cool, man. Like hey, it's wait, but hold, yeah. real quick, I didn't mean to interrupt. Hey man, Klepik's not a giant bomb anymore. Waypoint. He's at Kotaku. No, he's not. He's at Waypoint. Oh, he's at Waypoint. Yeah, and he left he Kotaku. Did. So there yep. you go. Austin Walker sniped him. So now you can get you can get back on Giant Bomb and like you know hopefully. You can they can probably earn your goodwill and good graces once more. No, the best thing about Giant Bomb is gone permanently. Oh, so R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. Oh. Man. I know. Rest in peace. I'm right there with you, man. Yep. It's tough stuff. I, I will I, say I am a big Dan Reichert supporter because he is he's the hero that we he's a troll. He's the hero that we need. <laughs> like, he's the hero he's that we need, but we may not deserve or may not want. But he's the hero that that we need. He, a real mm-hmm. American hero. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, but man. Greg Greg Miller all the way. Like, hey, Greg Miller's cool too, man. Um, yeah, kind of funny. He's always cool. I know. I'm just I'm just feeding into some. Um, you know, but yeah, uh, but Overwatch, you know, I, I enjoy it. Um, I just kind of recently jumped into it because of the fact they're doing this Halloween event, uh, Halloween Terror, um, and obviously they have you know the loot boxes. You can get the gear. You can get these really cool costumes. You know, for for each character. But there's this new mode they have as part of this event called uh, Junkenstein's Revenge. So. Um, Junkrat is essentially Dr. Frankenstein, and he summons these zombie-like robots to uh, attack your castle. And so, uh, four players. Um, there's specific characters you can't pick any character. There's four, four specific characters. It's like Anna, Soldier 76, uh, Hanzo. Uh, I can't remember who the other one is in there. There's a couple in there. Um, you have to take on waves of these like zombie robots as they're attacking your castle. And then all the while, uh, Junkenstein will send different monsters. Like he sends in like a reaper, but it's the headless horseman. Uh, he'll send in uh Roadhog, but Roadhog is like Junkenstein's monster, like Frankenstein. Uh, and then at the end, it's um, mercy as a witch. And they all will like come out and try to attack the castle. And you're taking on waves of them kind of like a zombies inspired kind of mode, I guess, but it's cooperative, which is really cool because they don't really do a lot of co-op stuff in overwatch. So this is kind of like the first co-op, type mode um which i appreciate because i'm not big on pvp at all um i'll play it when i need to like in destiny but i'm not really big on playing multiplayer so to have a co-op mode i was very excited about because i think it's just more reason for me to jump on and play um so i've been doing a little bit of that on pc uh so far it's been pretty good i'm still really terrible with keyboard and mouse but trying to trying to learn best i can um but yeah have you guys played a lot of overwatch i know you played a bunch when it came out initially but have you played a bunch since then 
No, yeah. man, I haven't gone back, and I want to, but, like, I don't know. If anything, I'm actually trying to think of what uh, it, what spot, or, sorry, what spot, what port that I that I would like to get it for. It, it's honestly up in the air between Xbox One and, and PS4. I'd, I'd prefer playing it on uh, console, just because I feel like there are more people that I'd play with yeah. there. There's yeah. The friends that I have, yeah. Like PC is still like a thing that I do, but it's not. Mm. It's nowhere near as ingrained as like picking it's up. The a same dope. with me. Like I don't necessarily like playing keyboard and mouse that much for her controller, but if it's a Blizzard game, I primarily buy it on PC just because I feel like the the infrastructure is already there. Like it has its own kind of like ecosystem of games. Like I, I have all these Blizzard games; they're all kind of in this battle net. So I, I feel like I don't want to break up the you know the continual like I have all these games on battle net. Like if I see one that I don't actually have, then it kind of it's a really weird, like, I'm not going to say it's OCD because I don't really think that's it. It's just a weird, like, completionist mentality of, like, if I have a game on Battle.net and I don't own it, then I have to buy it so I can make sure it's there. Um, Kind of fucked up. It's the same way with Payday, too. I have to, like, if there's a little exclamation point of something I haven't looked at, I'm that guy. Like, if I'm in a journal in a video game, there's, like, a journal of all these things you learned about. There's an exclamation point because it's a new thing. I have to go read it so I can get rid of that exclamation mark or else I'll get, like, really freaked out about it. Um... So, video games. Not video games, indeed. Uh, that's, that's about it. I, I, I did start Gears of War I, You War, know what's funny? I was always thinking about diving back into Payday, yeah. but, like, again, it's just one of these weird, like, the shelf life on some of these shooters, like, it's, I, I it want It just gets to the point where they add like, so much content, but is it anything that's really changing anything? It's not just additional stuff to throw into a game that you've already played. Like, you're not going to get crazy cool new experiences from it. It's just, like, extra stuff added to it, you know? Which is weird because, like, I... It's kind of why I like Overwatch because so Overwatch will I, add I, new I, modes. Every time I do an event, they'll do, like, a new mode or a new event along with it, which I like because it just changes up the, like, always doing the same payload or doing always the same, you know, ranked mode or whatever the case may be. I actually want to segue that into uh, Gears of War sure. 4. Actually, I don't know if you've checked I that out. I started it. Like, like, yeah, I, I talked a little bit about earlier where I had started the prologue. I kind of did, like, the first chapter for the most part. But that's about as far as I've gotten. But... Um, yeah, kind of going into Gears, uh, we kind of talked a little bit about it, too, with Marcus and how he's a little bit more of a defined character. It's not just he's, like, dudes in armor and lancers. Like, there's a little bit more depth to the story. Um, you're playing it now. Like, like how, like maybe not spoiling anything, how do you feel it goes into it now with a little bit more depth and not just, like, the, they're fighting the horde, uh, you know, let, let's kill all these, you know, monsters. Like, do, do, they, do they do more with the storyline? Uh, yeah, they also, well, they find very unique ways to actually tell the story. I'm actually really impressed with the narrative that's happening in Gears of War. Which who would have thought, you know, um, a but Gears of also... War game would be like, this is captivating, and, you know, stuff that we're, we're finding out about. Well, even then, like, you, you're, I'm still at the point where I'm scratching the surface, mm-hmm. but, like, I feel like they've definitely, uh, Coalition has taken a lot of cues from Naughty Dog, and, like, they have definitely injected a lot more spectacle. Like, I understand, like, when we first got to ride a Brumac and, like, do shit. Yeah, like, that was yeah. cool. But, like, they have found ways to, like, subtly throw in some really cool moments of spectacle in the game that, like, work well within its conceit. And I, I feel like, as well, like, what's really weird, and I don't want to spoil it, but, like, I, I love it. There, there are forced moments where they actually... Like, the campaign will put you in a moment where you're actually doing Horde, but you're not p- 
playing the horde mode you're actually playing a game of horde within the context of the story you're defending something within the story and it plays out like a horde mode like you will have a fabricator that's there that that will generate uh tools and obstacles and things that you can use for you you know to aid you and you're actually like you're just fighting off random waves and i think that like within like the actual multiplayer of gears of war which again i dabbled in like the classes are pretty Mm -hmm. cool but at the same time like i feel like they're it's not that they're balanced it's just that one like i don't know there's one that can do a lot but in in exchange like they have a lot of responsibility so it it really depends on how they use that autonomy and, and actually like work with the team versus just like doing shit like that they think will do so so like that's the thing they they, they it, it essentially uh i don't want to say this because i know this is going to sound like a negative but actually no i i have the best way to say this um the class system and like battle dynamics uh involved it, it feels like evolved done okay. right yeah in terms of like like, like what mm-hmm. you can right in terms of like just shooting chemistry um and like horde was always like Horde was nice and it wasn't like bad. But but, I don't know. I, I felt like it lacked well, something. More so now with Horde. And, like now, you have to have a good team. You have to know the people you're playing with because it's just randoms. You all share the same resources now, which yep. is crazy to think because now it's like if you're fucking around, not really paying attention to what's going on, you you limit the ability for the other players to put up defenses and turrets and, and things like that because you're just fucking off and just doing your own thing. Like you can't do that. You have to be coordinated now, so it definitely forces you to kind of work as a team. Which you said the multiplayer does that too, but yeah, in Horde even more so. Like you have to work as a team, or else you're you're not going to get through Wave Ten, let alone fifty. Well, even then, and I feel like at certain times, like when you get through high level waves, there you're just randomly like fucked with like this random big enemy that like I don't know like. So and you, and again, like I think the one thing that I really like between this Gears of War and, and the other ones is stuff that's introduced in the campaign is sublim. It's it's it, it's like it's working as an ulterior like means of of acclimation towards what happens in the fucking multiplayer modes, especially with Horde and everything, like. The same big ass enemies or even big bosses, they can appear in Horde. Like, and it's crazy, but like I, I really appreciate. It. Like, I don't want to spoil something, but like, it. I, I was playing with some friends, and there's a moment in campaign. So in the campaign, I was already used to it, where you fight the Kessler, which is this uh, automated helicopter uh, that belongs with the Cog. It is high intensity just machine gun fire and missile launcher and uh, aside from that like if you even leave cover once and like step within range of the rocket you're like you're you're fucking exploded you're done uh but there is a way where when it does shoot the rockets it shoots some rapid fire so like you can almost get a, a, a excuse me an uh, an aim for its trajectory and then just completely cut take cover during the rockets and, and keep safe for the most part, except when the rockets shoot at your cover, even when you're behind cover, the fucking, the impact of the, uh, fire will still be enough to fucking kill you. It, 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 even if it takes more than one rocket, it'll happen. But like, I, you know, that, that's standard fare in the campaign. And then seeing that just fucking appear in horde mode out of nowhere, 
it was cool, but it fucked us up because like a lot of like like the turrets and the barricades and everything that we'd set up, that's all meant for like ground opposition. This thing pretty much flew over everything. Yeah, like, well, we're so we're fucked. Yeah, we we pretty much like and like between like the classes we had like two engineers a soldier and a sniper like the sniper's pretty much worthless like they need like a high impact weapon to even really do anything or i don't know and even then like it, it wasn't exactly it's not very cost productive to like waste your entire sniper ammunition on something like the kessler when like you can have uh, more of the uh, assault capable classes like the sniper is more of a cleanup class that like takes out uh, it, 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 it it's essentially support where like the assault can't uh, essentially attend to uh, certain nuanced uh, opposition the way a sniper can. Uh, the Kessler, a big, pretty much a mini boss ass thing, is not the type of nuance that uh, a sniper can do. And and like that's my other like I don't know. There there are things that are really cool about it, but it's definitely smooth. It's nice. Um and yeah, dude, they are all everybody as you mentioned earlier. Uh, Andrew, they are on that esports tip. Mm-hmm. Like they really, really want to push home that their software is fully capable of uh, driving home a, a competitive atmosphere that that is of the professional caliber. And like, I don't, I don't know if Gears is exactly there. Maybe if it was a little more tightened up, because there there are certain times where, um, like I'm playing on hardcore, um, and even then just playing with others. There are times where, like, I I may I don't know. There there's something about like the context and and frames of movement that like um don't feel like gears. It, it definitely feels more refined, but at the same time, refined enough to where it almost feels different. Like, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is there is a there is a certain degree of roughness to the uh, momentum and physics of gear and aiming and shooting. And now I feel like they've kind of reached this like smooth over if that makes sense and and movement and and taking aim all these little things have been i i still i still feel like still isn't like a smooth thing at all like when you're trying to run in that third person perspective i still don't think that's smooth all right and i and i prefer that i honestly prefer that but there's this new thing like okay like there it's weird like they want to keep some of the rough and gruffness but it doesn't translate well like the um like the executions like, I, I feel like they were much easier to pull off, like, ground executions in the previous games. And there are actually, like, there's so many times where the context was off where I couldn't uh, do it. And then there's this new, like, vault kick where, like, you can actually, like, if you're up against the opposing side of a uh, object of cover, you can either vault over and kick your opponent and then stun them. And they'll, like, uh, they'll be stunned for a bit, leaving them open for an execution or or even like you know fire or you could just straight grab them and i honestly i have more luck grabbing them uh and then just taking them out uh aside from that little other things they're they're cool i mean it's a gears ass gears yeah. game when you get down to it but like they've definitely refined a lot of the things they they they've refined areas that i i wanted to be refined and then other times where i'm like it's a little smooth like i don't know what it is but i i hope like i'm trying to convey the right point but like gears always had like a like i don't want to call it necessarily a diamond in the rough but it's very much in the vein of like the souls games where there was this like intentional like 
forced sense of movement and physics that like I don't even want to say tanky, but like there was a there was a clunk to it that like you adapted around and then they like based on your skill and how well you were able to maneuver uh in spite of those mechanics is like what was the attested skill that that you would attribute in in your uh, ability to play gears um and i feel like that's removed like imagine like it, it kind of like the way bloodborne kind of like refined the dynamics of dark but see like that shit's welcome there cuz sometimes dark souls is just cheap as fuck uh, like Dark Souls Three is no well, Dark Souls Three is probably my favorite of the two, but that's because it's essentially Bloodborne mm-hmm. Two. Like that, it it really is. It's essentially Bloodborne Two. So, um, it I don't know. It's it's that weird line of when you and and like this is the fifth game in the line. So to change up things a little weird as opposed to like and and I, it's not a huge change, but like if you stick with it, like if you stuck with the games, then like you'll feel it and. I don't know. I, I'm I'm a fan of what I'm playing so far. I'll I'll look forward to hopefully finishing it. I I feel like Gears is also that weird game where like it was kind of bookended with three, and then Judgment was just nice. That's why I was but, I was gonna say I'm actually surprised that you counted it as the fifth Gears of War game because you actually acknowledged Judgment. Yeah, it. I mean, I dude, I've always liked Baird and Cole. Man, remember when we played when we were talking about two and how we wanted a Baird and Cole game. And then we got it, and it wasn't bad. It really wasn't that bad. I mean, yes, the single player, the, the online was. Oh, the multiplayer was yeah, not shit. great at all. It was no. not good. Um, but yeah, but also but, I, it prevented me from getting a bullet storm too, so I can't really like it just on that alone. <laughs> oh man, bullet storm is still like. Well, you'll be happy to know that there's going to be a HD yep. remaster of bullet being released by Gearbox. Weirdly enough. Yeah, this is definitely weird. Um, so I've been playing other stuff, and I'll try to, to wrap that up. Gunvolt Two. Um, is that the Inafune if you 3DS f- game? No, but it's not Inafune. Oh, it's not Inafune, really? Uh, just is... a Mega Man ass looking game. Isn't yeah, it though? It's, it's, like I thought, I, I thought, thought it Inafune was part of that. I thought no. maybe the first one. Uh. Let me check. I think it's Any Creates. I know that like Any Creates is Inafune Studio. He's got huh. he's got his well, finger in everything, you... man. But we don't well, talk about right. the one that so did. I think mind. I think it's um, I think uh, Comcept is just the publishing arm. Integrates is the actual development firm. Huh. Well, um, it's good. Not Mighty Number no. cool. Nine. So if you felt burned by Let's Mighty Number no. Nine, get Gunvolt Two. Uh, Mighty Number no. Nine was better than Mega Man Six. Just saying. Mm, you mm-hmm. were nope. Did you play it? Yeah. Oh. Better than dude. Mega Man Six. You know, better don't. than Mega Man Eight. I gotta say, nope. Yup. <laughs> nope. But not not I... better than Rockman Eight, but definitely better than Six. I don't. That's a really weird one to hate on. Six. 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 Was just like Six was the was probably the weakest one. I thought. Yeah, and even the weakest one is still better than Mighty Number no. Nine. Mighty Number yeah, no. Nine. We're, is we're gonna have dumb. to disagree here. I gotta say, man. I, I think. I think, once again, it's one of those things where it was really popular to hate on Inafune and his work at the time of its release. Because, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of junk that led up to its delay, and a lot of people were unhappy that it, that it pledged money towards the project. 
But from the outside looking in, having played Mighty Number no. Nine, it's not as weak as Final, or Final Fantasy as Mega Man <laughs> Se- Six. Separate, separated not, from it's the, just not the, as weak. the marketing and everything that led up to its release. It's Interesting still bad. concept. We'll like, talk about that later. Yeah, it's yeah because like the sniper level that that's fucking stupid. That level's terrible. The bulldozing level that's the worst level. Like the levels aren't even fun. They like it, it doesn't. Nothing in that game communicates or feels designed to resonate with its dynamics of it's it's a slapped ass game. Mega Man Six did that, but I don't know. We'll get to it. We can have a versus. It'll I don't know, man. We'll have a versus on it. Uh, I like. It's really weird that we'd be having a versus on a 2016 game versus like a 1991 game. But fuck it, I'll do it. Is it 91? I, th- or I think it's. Uh, that would have been 92, or 93. Uh, 93, well... Could even have been 94. I don't know if it was 94. Oh, I know, it was, it was probably 94. Out. 7 came out in 95. Yeah. So, it, it so. was probably 94, yeah. Holy shit, it was 94, you're right. Well, it's really weird, because it was among, like, Star Tropics 2 and whatnot. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, that was man, a weak I, game too. I didn't like it. Oh fuck off! Everybody always hates in Star Tropics. Yeah, you know what? And the mini NES has Star Tropics. Fuck! I you. didn't I'm say getting... Star Tropics. I said Star Tropics too, buddy. Come on. Ah, uh, well, I think it has two yeah. as well. I liked two. Uh, it was, was fine. You got the yeah, Cleopatra. Super weak compared to the first one. Ah, oh, dude, diagonal yeah. jumps. Fuck that. This dope. Everybody, dude, no, that's what's cool for everybody to hate on is Star Tropics, and I never got that. Star Tropics is dope. Anyway. Um, where was I? Oh, dude. Okay. Uh, Gunvolt. Gunvolt 2. Um, better than the first one. Uh, here's the thing with Gunvolt 2. The level design is amazing. Like, I don't know what it was, but they really, really stepped up the course. And they really worked better to essentially apply like a lot of consideration around the abilities that uh gunvolt has the character the so thing wait they did would you say that it's kind of like mega man zero uh no i actually like gunvolt more than mega man zero gunvolt is a mega man ass game it's staged like it, it has stage select and everything like it does not there's no open-endedness to it or whatnot um the thing that like bugs me about Gunvolt 2, though, is that uh, they shortened the campaign to make you play as another character, which I, I can't even remember his name because I, I haven't really played as him as much, but I need to play through him. His play style is terrible. He reminds me of Bass, but like in a bad way. Like he like he has rapid fire gunshots uh, that you literally have to double tap down to reload. Um, that's weird yeah yeah it's weird and he does like he's faster but he's like not and like his special attacks are like i don't like it like gunvolt was unique in the fact that like you can shoot quills that barely do any damage but you essentially tag everyone and then once you have a certain amount of uh opponents tagged you can activate your electricity and shock all of them to do extra damage and then, like, you have to double tap to recharge your, your shock. But, like, that, to me, felt more fluid. And not only that, while you have your shock going on, you have the stasis field that uh, protects you from shots and actually makes you automatically dodge them. 
as well as it also acts, uh, acts as a means of platform support because it makes you hover in the air. Uh, like there, there are so many uh, instances, especially with the water levels where you can't use that feature unless you want to electrocute yourself to death that were really smart. And then I feel like this extra character was just so gimmicky and just thrown in to like pat out the game that it sucked. And it sucks too, because like he has some of his own, uh, ro- robot masters, the, the, the seven in this case. But aside from that, like it's kind of recycled fair. It's pretty much Sonic and Knuckles, except not fucking cool like not as cool um so i don't know i definitely for for its price i recommend it um i i was a fan of the original i reviewed the original for retro magazine um and i feel like the game definitely got overlooked um and then like it kind of saw a resurgence with the steam re-release uh but this one definitely i i would i would i would definitely check it out like the price point's fair and it, and it is like for what it offers with the gun vault half of the story it's good it's obnoxiously japanese like it like the first one was japanese but i would say like oh man like evangelion japanese now this shit's like full metal panic japanese it's like barely it's almost a fucking harem so like i don't i don't know how you prefer your flavor of so, uh, price point is what 40 bucks no it's 15 bucks 15 bucks one okay, five so f- 14.99 so f- 40 bucks if you live in canada mm. then dude is it really like is the e-shop in canada bad oh i thought we were talking about the physical one i don't, I don't think there's a physical, physical one no there oh. is it's a double pack with one yeah. and two? Oh, well, yeah. that's not a bad deal for 40 oh, dude, bucks worth it's it. one and two that's not terrible I would, I would not terrible at well, all. I would yeah, do it just for the space. It's fifteen for two. I would assume the first one would have been fifteen. So yeah, first one is so 15. It's probably thirty here, then forty over you're, your way, then sir. You're paying ten bucks for that extra physical pack. Yeah, what's it called? The uh, striker pack. I didn't even. I don't even know if we got that. I'll have to check into that. It's also like I, I think two is exclusive to 3ds, and then it like maybe it'll come to Steam. Who knows? I personally haven't checked out like the port on Steam. But, like, I don't think it'll work as well, maybe, because, like, a part of the interface that made, like, uh, Gunvolt so fluid was, like, you can activate special abilities or perks by just attaching, like, just tapping on a fucking random spot in the screen. Well, not random, but, like, there's uh, designated areas. There's a touchscreen interface that's pretty, uh, pretty handy, especially during some of the boss fights. Yeah, some of the boss fights are bullshit. But then some of them are cool. Like, I had trouble with one boss. Other than that, I've been able to get through all of them. Um, okay. I will say that, like, the extra and en- the, the weapons that you get from your bosses, they are awful. They're worthless. Like, this is, like, for those who are fans of uh, the quote-unquote buster-only runs, you'll like Gunvolt too because the extra weapons suck. They're dumb. I think the last thing I, I'm, I'm going to touch on real quick, which is weird, and, like, I've been checking with other people reviewing it, and I find it so strange, but like Activision sent me a copy of Imaginators. They've been sending me uh, copies of Skylanders since Swap Force, um, uh, for review. And like we try to, we, we do everything we can to provide uh, ample uh, Skylander coverage. At least I try to. Like I try to do play plays. I I try to uh, just talk. But, like I'm a huge fan of Skylanders. Like it it's gotten to the point where I have no room on my shelf. It's bad. Um, Imaginators is definitely a lot. I I will say this. I I I shit on pretty hard superchargers. I was not 
a, a really big fan. Um, Imaginators is a lot better. However, it's still going. It's taking the franchise in that scary direction that I didn't like with Swap Force, and then I feel like Trap Team kind of rolled back on that. But like now, it's getting aggressive and obnoxious again. And uh, what's weird too, and I want to talk about it. Um, I would talk about the Crash Bandicoot Skylander and the levels, but I didn't get sent that. I got sent the standard set. And then I tried to look for a Crash Bandicoot set, and it is impossible. Like, that, it sold out very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still sold out. I, I don't, like, I, I don't know where to find it unless I want to spend astronomical money on it um i keep hearing rumblings that it i know they're going to be sold separately at some point after the holidays the way donkey kong and bowser mm-hmm. were um but they are more integral but to I, I almost remember in, in, how long it took for them to sell like chaos i remember in uh trap team they had the, the chaos trap sold separately eventually but it was so far gone from the game's release by the time you could buy it separately people were like getting ready for the next game to come out so do you think it's going to take that long to get it separately and will it, will it only no. be on Sony's version? Well, here's the thing. So people have already found out that, unlike, and it's so funny. I find this hilarious because, like, I don't know if, um, because, again, Crash isn't necessarily a Sony Sony property. It's a Universal mm-hmm. property, which Activision I think is a subsidiary of yeah. Activision. Mm-hmm. Right. So you even know the Crash Bandicoot, Skylander and Neocortex Skylander are exclusive to, like, obtain with a uh, PlayStation 4 set. Um, people have fooled around with using it on the other ports, and it works. Mm. So, yeah, which is weird because, again, Donkey Kong and Bowser do on not work on anything Nintendo. that is not yep. Nintendo. So, it's it. I found that very strange. But, like, the thing is also uh, weird, too, which I know they're going to sell them separately at some point because again, not only are like they, they big like additions to the game, they have their own levels. Like there's a level dedicated to crash, um, which is weird. I've just, I just found it weird that I didn't get that copy. Cause like, I would have liked to talk about that level, but I, I can't. Do so. they know how much you like? It's Naughty fine. Dog? I mean, should have known better than that. God damn yeah, dude. On, well, it, <sighs> I, you know, I think I, it was one of those things, too, where, like, they didn't necessarily, they didn't explain as well um, how they were releasing it, which I also think it's stupid, because there's a standard set, then there's the Crash Bandicoot set, and then there's the Dark mm-hmm. set, which I know, like, you know, that there's always going to be the subsequent Dark set, which I, I don't know, I still can't, like, some of them, I have a Dark Spyro from the, the, the DS uh, release that I've always enjoyed, but that's it. Um... But I didn't think that they would... So there's basically three different sets. And then weirdly enough as well, there's a PS3 version release of it. I thought this was going to be exclusively current gen, and it's not. And what's funny is I have all my other Skylander sets on PS3. It would have been nice, you know, to put that there, but eh. And and I think that set's even harder to find from from what I've seen. Like, I, I have never seen one in real life, uh, let alone, like, even advertised, so... Um, but getting to Imaginators, uh, it's obnoxious with its microtransactions, like obnoxious, and there and it has microtransactions. So, the the big hook with Skylanders is that you can create 
your very own with with the Imaginator crystals. Um, but to get the pieces, you can do the and and I will say this: playing the game gets you a generous amount of them in game. I would honestly say that you could play the game and get enough pieces to probably satisfy your your craving without even having to buy a chest. Um, but they do sell the chests digitally. They're they're going to be in-game chests that you find for everything you do, and they each have Imaginator pieces: arms, legs, faces voices catchphrases um and that part is pretty unique i've actually i've got two imaginator crystals uh i created two of them and only that i've been able to move them over the skylanders over to my ios app and then all the ios games uh that skylanders had you can actually those skylanders like count as skylanders within those games so i found that neat um if anything, it kind of gives you a, like an insight to like the creation or the concept process behind Skylanders, like everything from like their one-liners to like the, the they have they have classes now, which is something that like is kind of a returning feature from Swap Force that I did not like because it essentially uh, doubled up on making you have to buy more than the typical eight or in this case the 10 now that they've introduced the two elements uh since trap team uh the game's very much like where before it was a commercial uh and but it it tried to be a little subtle with it Uh, like you know like saturday morning cartoon subtle uh this is like a fucking infomercial now like loading screens are commercials uh the soul gems are more commercials there are at every other turn that you have the chest screen on, it'll give you the opportunity to just buy a chest for four ninety nine, uh, or you can buy the physical chests for six bucks. And like, and even then, I would say that those are cool, but like, they literally have no purpose after you buy them. Like, I have a chest, and like, if I put it back on, it does nothing. So like, it has like a one time use. Like, I have a one time use piece of plastic that like, and, and I'm like, wow, that's really kind of wasteful but kind of cool I don't even know if I can use them again if I were to ever delete the data on my console um, or like I don't even know if you can trade them in like that's like the, the the finality of those chests are really weird but so far I enjoy it um, I think a big like my big gripes are actually like with the toy production I've had to exchange two toys so far uh, it's weird too because like they come in a box packaging, like probably the most reinforced packaging I've ever seen, and yet when you open them, like they're they were so slapped together, like the paints off, which I'm fine with, but then some of them are physically fucking scuffed, and like the resin that they use to glue the figures to the base was actually coming off like one of them to the point I'm like no, I have to exchange this. This is fucking ugly. I've never seen Skylanders get so sloppy. They're in quality. a lot bigger though, because the senseis, like the senseis, are way bigger than like even the trap masters. It looks like from what I've seen, in terms of the size, they yeah. are bigger. Do you think maybe that? Do they are actually uh... bigger that they're not as well produced? I I have mm-hmm. a feeling that I've been. Plus... I mean, from I would say even like the uh, the superchargers sort of started there mm-hmm. too, right? Like the quality figures just taking a, a, a pretty. Nasty I agree with dive. that. I especially remember the Donkey Kong one, specifically the like, Amiibo for 
superchargers. That one, uh, it doesn't look I didn't that think it was bad. That great. But like, no, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, you look at Stealth Elf, right? And I mean, it, you can tell that it's just a bunch of different, like, predetermined plastics. There was no real effort put into the painting anymore. Right? No, dude. The paint, yeah, the paint's really well. Okay, I got the so I had and chaos. It, and like there, there were ones where you could like again, you could see the the glue coming out of various bits that were obviously like they put way too much in there, and they just you know stuffed another yeah, piece. Yeah, dude, into I've never seen that before. Well, like, all right, I would say Supercharges is probably the game that I have the least amount of additional accessories for. In fact, I actually recently got a Supercharger, uh, like one I didn't have before to check out the racing mode that they've included in Imaginators, which. Um, it's largely the same. I thought they'd improve it because the rate, the competitive racing in superchargers was really lazy and just shallow. And it, 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 spoiler, it's still fucking lazy and shallow. It's not good. Um, but I like that that's in there. Um, they forego the trap crystals that bugged the fuck out of me. Um, because I don't know about you guys, but like I have 50 trap crystals. Like I is the one that I went too goddamn deep on. Like I have the chaos trap. Um, and yeah, and Chaos actually plays largely similar to his, it's, but it, in a weird, weird way. Um, like, I like that Chaos was a, a, uh, individual, a villain that you can trap and play with in, in, you know, small bursts because he's overpowered as fuck. Then they bring that OP to a figure that you could just throw on anytime. It's, it's pretty much playing Skylanders on easy mode. Like, he's grossly overpowered. And you can actually level him up. Like, like you can buy abilities and shit for him too. So, I, I like the novelty of using him, but I'm actually trying to avoid using him now because I accidentally got through like certain portions of the game. Like, this is gross. This is too easy. Um. Uh, but yeah, the quality of figures are, have definitely taken a nosedive. I'm actually scared to like. Uh, I wanted if if anybody's into Imaginators and you know, tell me if your Neo Cortex and Crash Bandicoot were, like, kind of shitty looking. But then, like, some of them are super dope. Like, dude, the, the fucking penguin that's included, Kingpin, dope. It's probably my new favorite sensei. And then, like, they like some of the other senseis are cool. But, yeah, I, I've never had to now take the... feel like I have to take the time to investigate a package in a box and look inside to see if I'm going to get, like, a scuffed-up Skylander because I've, I've already gotten two that I've had to exchange. And, like, I hate that. It's, it, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the packages are, are more extravagant show than they are practical. Um, but so far, I'm digging it. I will say, you know, I said this, like, once before with Superchargers. And, like, I, I'm glad to hear that I'm pleasantly, like, proven wrong um, with uh, Imaginators. The, the, I feel like the formula is peaked. But Activision and Toys for Bobs, are they're, they're pretty confident that they can keep it going and they can keep pounding it out. And so far... They've done some really neat stuff. Like they've, this is the most RPG ass RPG uh, Skylanders out of all of them. Like I can, I can take selfies and then equip them uh, for equipment boosts for classes. Like they have war, they have like actual classes of Skylander that I can create and then utilize. Um, and and they do a lot to really set apart the strength differences between them now that they ever did before. Um, the hat system. Uh, they've, there's a glitch or something going on. Like you cannot equip or, or exchange hats, uh, in this one, unless you like do it in another game. So like a Skylander will carry over a hat, 
But the hats are now used for Imaginators. So if a Skylander is wearing a hat, like you can't unequip that hat and then throw it on an Imaginator. It just like the option doesn't exist at all. So again, there are times where I feel like the game was a little rushed, but so far I'm enjoying it. I can I can only hope that like whatever the next iteration is, like it takes it it should takes its time. And like there's another thing that's very abundantly clear that definitely tells me that Skylanders is here to stay is that they've finally given a lot of personality and characterization to the uh conve- like the trope Skylander characters like Spyro and Stealth Elf and Gilgrunt. And I think that largely has to do with the exclusive Netflix cartoon that's coming out. Which actually um, looks kind of uh, Skylanders. Yeah. Yeah, I hear is good. Is it already uh, out? No, it's coming like pretty pretty soon. Yeah. But the voice acting they have lined it up is- for it and everything that I've seen so far for it actually looks okay. Like, I, I would be kind of all right to check that out, honestly. And that's a weird thing to say, because I yeah. don't really have an interest in the games necessarily. Well, I do kind of dabble in that very briefly. But, uh, yeah, the series actually looks kind of cool. Hey, man. Like, if the dialogue's anything, like, all right, the dialogue can be really kid-like in Skylanders. I, dude, like, I'll be the first to admit it. But sometimes it's really fucking mm-hmm. smart. Like, it's really clever, and actually, like, it is, like, you get a genuine lull out of it. And it's gotten better. I think the worst it's ever been is Superchargers. I don't know what it is, man. Like, that one... I Like, I like Swap Force. The only thing that pissed me off about Swap Force is it was disgusting to your wallet. Mm. And now, Imaginators is disgusting to your wallet, but... At the same time, as I feel, I, I feel like there's more. There's definitely more content there. There's but a it lot does more sound like they do. said there's going to be less characters yet to buy. But then, like you said, with buying the chests and a lot of that stuff, kind of factors in. That's that's where a lot of the money is going to go to yeah. if you want to throw your money at that. But it sounds like the senseis, like they're not going to have as, as many, and they don't have like before. They had like just like core characters, and then they had trap masters. You know, superchargers had like oh no, there's no yeah, core it, characters. It, it, it's, it's just, just the senseis. senseis. That's it. So they kind of do. Well, they kind of do bank on you having some pre-existing characters, I think, for the most part, which is good. Well, here's the thing, and this is where people, this is where they kind of made, like, the they, they said that the senseis are supplemental, but I do not believe mm-hmm. that. Because, A, they do have elemental gates, um, but the elemental gates aren't locking off, like, a small part of a level. They are now representative of a entire level. So, like, you, again, I, I really hope, like, when I get through the main game, because, like, I have most of i don't have all like i don't have a tech sensei i don't have a fucking um magic sensei so when i come across that shit i know and like i'm I'm okay with that but there are certain like the senseis also allow like certain abilities to you for you to even use your imaginator um and and yeah i don't know it's weird man it's it's like designed to have you spend less money on a surface level but in actuality you're spending way more money Mm -hmm. because um it's not even a fact of the elements they have classes now and like that it 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 was almost like swap force but the classes only add supplemental like boosts for fighting not really like a whole lot of gated content it's weird man but like i'm liking it i definitely like it way more than superchargers Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's that's a step hopefully in the right direction. But if anything, what I'd really like to see, don't come out with another iteration. Just give it a year. Let's like, let's, give it, give it, let's give, stick give with this. Off, give yeah. it a year. Let's stick with this one, dude. Release more shit in waves. If anything, release a new portal that uses the, the fucking. Only, the only downside like, to that I is think... that Lego Dimensions. That was their whole approach. I don't think it's really helping them 
Like, it doesn't seem like that game's setting the world on fire. And that was their whole approach, was that they're going to have one base and one game and then support it with additional content and not come out with yearly new entries. But I don't see LEGO Dimensions being, like, the barn burner that they probably hoped it would be. So I, I don't no. know if there's any... There's not well, a lot of, like, benefit for them to do that, you know? Well, here's the thing. It's just, dude, because... And this is... We haven't talked they're about gonna, LEGO they're, Dimensions. They're, they're going to run out of ideas, I think, at this point with Skylanders. Well, but it's not doing anything. Yeah, Skylanders is running out of ideas, but like Imaginators is cool. I think the weakest again. I don't want to shit on it. I've been shitting on it too much. It was last year's Superchargers. It's the weakest, but like they're trying. Lego is just it's so gimmicky and so superficial. It's just taking licenses that we and enjoy like and then just them throwing them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> and those games are super repetitive. They are like. There, there's only so much you can play before, like, really, like, the novelty of, like, doing something with Doc Brown and Batman in, like, Adventure Time Land, or, or Land of Ooh. Uh, I don't, I wish I was more familiar mm-hmm. with Adventure Time. Um, uh, yeah, it, it is. This makes me so sad, because Infinity was going somewhere, man. Like, they were, they were like, actually getting, no, I it think wasn't. so. Battlegrounds was actually a really cool mode. Like, I think it had some good ideas mm-hmm. that were starting to kind of start to happen it was and then i got i don't know man it was so poorly designed i think like i think 3.0 i I think 3.0 eventually was getting there i do i do feel like 3.0 was getting there but it was a little too little too late well everybody can check out 3.0 in your current bargain bin for 10 bucks is it oh, five? No, Where do you see it I'm for five dollars i'm guessing i think i've seen him i've seen it 15 as well for 15 too yeah which, yeah, man, how the mighty uh, have fallen. a shame, but truth be told, I'll probably try to scoop up all the Marvel stuff I can get if I can. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Uh, what, Dude, one of the developers, too, uh, who was a part of that whole thing, I remember he was on the Giant Bomb live stream. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, for E3. Oh, dude, J- that Johnny was v. depressing. Like, when the alcohol uh-huh. hit him. Yeah, Johnny V, yeah. Oh, dude. That was, that was hard to watch. All right, well... Uh, let's go ahead and leave what's in your console and let's get to the feature topic and wrap this puppy off. All right, so commercials—they uh, don't exist just, anymore. You know, All right, they—they the, they kind of do. It's weird. Well, okay, let's talk about that because, like, all right, there are some iconic commercials that I think still stick with me. Um, I, I think, if anything, the sixteen Barrett uh, era is where they really, really stick with me. Like, it, it, I don't know what it was. There's, you had I don't the know, man. Those are, I think, they were act- actively like shots fired. You know, like they were actively going after each other in commercials, even. They just don't do that anymore. Some of those old Atari commercials, though. Well, let me tell you, that's some good stuff there. I got, Dude, Jack uh... Black. Oh yeah, was Jack in... Black was in the Pitfall commercial as a kid. Oh, nice. There All you right, go. Yeah. Go, go, go yeah, into some then... more. Why, why Atari commercials? Uh because they had really cheesy jingles, but they stuck mm, with you. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, you, you got to look these up. Like, people are losing their stuff in these commercials. Like, you don't, you just don't see it like they that. They do anymore. that in the Nintendo commercials too. Like, um, do you remember the Zelda rap? Whoa, look at those graphics. Whoa, nice graphics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, they're so. No, no, they're definitely. They, they still the jingles. Still didn't lose jingles. it. Still didn't lose it like the guys in the Atari commercials, though. <laughs> you really do have to look it up. It's nuts. I still can't. Can anybody confirm whether or not that Stevie that that Stevie Wonder uh, ad for uh, the Atari uh, that 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 printed Atari ad where Stevie Wonder's like even Stevie Wonder's uh, can say that if like he could see he'd play Atari mm. or something. I can't confirm the legitimacy of that. I'll have to look that up. But I don't know if that's an actual legit ad. But I, that always stuck out to me. Like just some of the. Fucking the the brashness of the ads, but yeah, no, the jingles definitely it. stuck out. I remember, thank you, sir. Um, I believe Miss Pac Man was just like, "I'm more than Pac Man with a bow," something to that effect. I again, it's all very vague, but they they definitely relied on a lot of their show tunes. Um, comic books were also mm-hmm. a huge uh re- like avenue for advertisement. They not so much now but like even then you'll see some of them come through i think they kind of peaked with that with um the playstation 2 gamecube and xbox like uh, and again i i believe that was just publishers kind of understanding that like comic books have become niche again and they're no longer like they're no longer the firestorm that they were in the 90s um but yeah like the advertisement to the point where like I mean, we can definitely talk about the ramifications with advertisement uh, because we we briefly mentioned how No Man's Sky is currently under fire for false advertising. I mean, if anything, I don't know if that directly has to do with the commercial, but as you mentioned earlier, if you really think about it, when you say No Man's Sky commercial, there wasn't really a commercial for it. There wasn't a commercial. It was just gameplay and things they showed at various events and, and like in reveals. Which kind okay. of makes emotion so, like? Sorry to interrupt, Stevie Wonder. Uh, the Stevie Wonder ad is okay. fake. Yeah, I figured yeah. it was fake. That shit is way too insensitive to be real. <laughs> yeah, but you would like, hope, right? even for 1978, yeah, right? Uh, um, but yeah, I mean that is kind of the switch, though, isn't it? When it comes from commercials to now, it's all about your, um, not just the exposure, but your um, accessibility. Like, like we have far more access to things than we did when commercials and, and print media was the way you got your news and you got your information. Information at this point now is at your fingertips. It's at a second's notice. So I think to get that message out there, it's not only easier to do, but it's also more controlled by the companies. You know, once you had like a commercial or an ad in a magazine out for a video game, that wasn't really the developer or the publisher putting that info out there. That was like a, a PR marketing, you know, team or... Uh, uh, someone that handled that stuff, you know, now it, we have direct access to that stuff through the developers, the publishers, there's still PR that spin a lot of the stuff. And I think that's kind of where we get into the problem where PR had control over that stuff before you were just like, okay, like this is the ad, this is the commercial, whatever. But now you kind of have developers and publishers and they're all, almost contradicting what the PR people are doing. Cause I think PR, they're the guys that are putting out these like reveal trailers at the game awards at the end of the year, or they're the people that are making sure that the, you know, things they show at E3 are going to be like, okay, here's what we want people to really see. And then you had developers and publishers coming out with their own, like, 
here's some, you know, gameplay and here's this, you know, and they have more exposure to it and they kind of almost contradict themselves. Um, or, uh, you know, they, they don't and they're all misleading. Like it's kind of tough to know who's at fault, but I feel like back then you only had one person to blame. It wasn't really the fault of the developer or the publisher because they're not putting that message out there. It's their, their PR team or their marketing team. Now, you know, there, there's so many people that could be at fault. It's kind of hard to know who to point the finger to. But even then, like, I, what was funny is that, like, it's the evolution of commercials as well to where, like, right now to promote a game, even, like, after it's out, just going over features or whatnot, just you can't really send out, like, a sizzle reel anymore. Like, you have really got to kind of just clamp on to the like certain like standout features and what's funny in in terms of like the commercial aspect of it um it's funny that you say non-existent because i feel like there are two entities that are really they're they're still on top of making sure that tv is a priority to some extent and that's nintendo and microsoft sony is Mm -hmm. all but like kind of do and i don't know you know what's funny is i feel like sony has kind of stepped away more and more from TV commercials since the PlayStation 3 debacle with the oh, fucking big baby. Time, yeah. And like they, there was a lot of like uh billboard ads and stuff like that that were kind of controversial as well like uh, revolving around the like the PlayStation Portable and stuff. And I think there's been a general decline in billboard ads oh, yeah, as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Um you only see them like at E3 well, and that's probably about, pretty much all you'll ever see them. Hmm. Right. Well, and I believe the PSP also ran into some issues because it had like that squirrel, like that cracked out squirrel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think the general consensus, though, is that a lot of their advertisements, like in, in terms of print, was a. Well, their their main uh, controversies came from like racial overtones. Like, you know, the uh, the white PSP is coming ad where it had like that white woman holding the black woman by the face. <laughs> Wait, uh, what? Yeah. This is oh, a yeah, thing? Yeah. This is a real thing, yeah. It said white PlayStation Portable is coming, right? And it has like this this black woman being like submissively dominated by this white woman. It's crazy. Where? No way. Yeah. No, this is I a real thing. I will show note the fuck out of it. Hold up, I'll find it. Oh, dude. Yeah, Sony has like always and like What's weird is they've always like They've kind of embellished, like, I don't know, we as a, a consumer have embellished the weirdness for uh, but, but, but Sony. Sony's kind of almost like, they, they've always been that kind of way recently with their marketing. It's always like, it's, a, it's subtle, but then when you know they're doing it, you're like, oh, come on, guys. Like like having a Sony phone in a Sony movie, you know, shit like that. And uh, I feel like that's kind of the same thing, like, um, they'll have like a Sony movie, but they're playing a, a PS3 game or a PS4 game. Well, that that doesn't yeah, seem like it's it, real to me. Oh, well, okay, but that's go that goes into subliminal, and I will say this that like, yeah, Sony's definitely disgusting with it as opposed. Well, but keep in mind that like they have their hands in in those uh, avenues of, of of media venture versus Microsoft or Nintendo. Hell, if Nintendo ever got into movies, I imagine it being ten times grosser. But you know, to be honest, really. like. Nah, yeah, not really. Like they had yeah. cameos, even then. Like, like, yeah. It. I. I don't. I don't see. I don't see the level of grossness no, that you're not that you're bad. stating. Like powers, powers. I think also Ooh. did that too. Mm-hmm. That, that, that it was that, bad. That's like the yeah. U two album being on your iDevice kind of bad. Like, 
fuckers. Like, you got a plus membership. You're going to watch this show. Oh, you're not? Okay, it's canceled. How do you cancel a show that's free? Yeah, those... I don't know. Right? I don't... Maybe didn't have enough of that Mm -hmm. hype. The hype train. Um, So, uh, you kind of of talked about briefly, though, about, like, you know, just... um, Nintendo and and Microsoft doing commercials. Do you feel like it's commercials on TV though? Because I'm honestly seeing a lot of that stuff. Like I, I guess not really having cable myself, I'm seeing a lot of that stuff. But it's through like streaming services. Like Hulu will have a bunch of ads for that kind of stuff. Right, but those those same commercials okay. are hitting okay. TV. Um, yeah, like I think the Gears of War four yeah. commercial that's currently out right now that is mm. on TV. Um, I, I say I, I've seen a lot of video game commercials before movies. Uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Like yep. at the theater? Agreed. Yeah. Very, a lot of Microsoft stuff, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think uh, the, what, Halo, f- I want to say maybe Halo I know 4. Forza. I saw a bunch of Forza well, commercials. Like, what's weird is I see a lot of 3DS TV commercials. I do not see a lot of stuff no, for Wii U no, at non-existent. all. Because <laughs> no. um, <laughs> nothing's coming out on Wii U. It, if you had to kind of pick right now, like, where you see the most advertisements for games when it comes to, like, like uh, you know, print or video or whatever. Like, like, what do you think you see the advertisements for games the most? Web. Yeah, like, 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 oh, like yeah, YouTube easy. ads, yeah. like, YouTube ads, or um, like banners on websites, that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, essentially, I, I would, I would have to say that like website and like they're kind of retracting back from that because it's kind of carried a negative connotation and stigma. I mean, this is going back to um, the whole Gersman and GameSpot mm-hmm. debacle. With uh, Kane Lynch. With yeah. Kane and Lynch. And the fact that Kane and Lynch was all over. Or and, like, what wasn't, wasn't EGM I feel like kind of under the same kind of fire because they weren't reviewing a game well that had a bunch of like ads in their magazine with uh, Dan Shu back in the mm-hmm. day? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It, it's It's gotten to a point where like I feel like it. It's weird because like the most aggressive marketing used to be within like the quote unquote gamer centric channels of exposure, like gaming print or uh, gaming related uh, content or media for consuming, such as streaming, or in this case, like even like God, if we go back into the annals of time, fucking G four and tech TV. Where, like, you, you saw a lot more commercials, like, definitely aimed and marketed around that because that was the demographic that would buy into it. But see, that's the thing that, like, I, I you see a shift in advertising. I, I feel like publishers and, and video, like, video game companies already know that they have those people. Like, they have that audience. So, like, the advertisements have mostly shifted back to the casual audience. As opposed to like competing with getting because like those people they're gonna expose themselves to like the uh, release of a game in other means like we we have Twitter we have uh, video game media journalism out- outlets we have we have means to uh, follow or otherwise consume any information that we need to to where we can make a decision or have a stance on it. I feel like advertising at this point isn't necessarily like it it does either two things it's to subliminally reinforce like attention for the game and where that shit's aimed at us and i'm starting as as you mentioned before with like 
product placement and uh says like sony does i'm I'm just talking about the fact that like you can't even watch anything streaming anymore without a 30 second ad being aggressively pushed at you for something and video games can fall into that every now and again and even then you'll you'll also notice a trend that you don't see a lot uh game like a lot of sizzle trailers that are used for uh commercials they, there's a lot of montages of it's not even just games. like individual games so, yeah it's so i kind of think that's maybe like a good point to bring up because i feel like the advertisements you'll see now not so much in print but maybe the like in video you're not really they're not selling the game they're selling the hardware maybe maybe maybe, maybe that's gonna yeah. have to change like maybe back mm. then it was selling just the game the game alone because i think either everyone had the hardware already or like sarah was kind of mentioning before the hardware was around for a long time so the the the, the install base was already there they're just trying to sell the games for the systems that people pretty much already have. Um, whereas now, I with think, more systems uh, coming out and staying in the market less than the other ones, they need to be selling the hardware more than the games. That makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. I mean, especially if uh, especially if you've got like a, a series of systems, right? Like you've, you see like the PlayStation brand. They're on PlayStation 4 now. They're coming out with PlayStation 4. They may even forego PlayStation 5 or 6 or 7 with just, like, iterations of the current hardware. I mean, why not uh, promote your your system as a brand or, or a service rather than just, like, even an individual yeah. machine? Then you could have, like, the montage and, you know, all this great stuff is only available on PlayStation or all this great stuff can be played on PlayStation or well, Xbox or whatever, There are individual right? games, though, that are still getting their attention. Like, uh, I think, yeah, like, that, like Batman yeah. VR, Arkham VR, it has its own TV commercial. It's actually But then I almost, cool, I almost feel misleading. like then they're going to do an ad, like, only on the PlayStation VR, only on PlayStation Pro, like, at the very end of it or something like that. I mean, they'll, 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 they'll throw yeah. it in, but... um. But then that almost is like kind of like leading you. That's like that's like a bread, bread bread trail, like a breadcrumb trail of like okay, so this Batman VR looks awesome. How do I get it? Oh, I gotta get the VR. Okay, I have the VR now. What oh, I gotta get the system. Like I don't know. Maybe they're like just letting people kind of find that out themselves. But I feel like it's also like they're gonna try to promote whatever hardware is new to them. You know, you can go to a store and just buy a base PS4 now if you want to. They're sitting on shelves, but you know they're not gonna advertise that. They're like, nah, fuck that. Like. You want the pro? We're gonna sell you the pro. You guys should go and buy the pro. Yeah, you know, they're, they're just gonna shift gears to whatever they need to push hardware wise. But see, that's funny though that you mentioned that because it it contradicts their initial line where they had mentioned like, "Hey, we're not abandoning support for the four. We're gonna simultaneously do the four we'll and give you a the shit pro." Ton of reasons why you the should pro. go pro. Right, but see, like. It's a weird thing because, like, all right, are you wanting me to transition or are you not wanting me to transition? And, like, again, my my biggest complaint with the Pro, to be honest, and, like, maybe that might not be a viable complaint to most of you listening, I I do not have the display to justify getting it. I, like, my display works perfectly for what I want. And then, like, the features that, like, the display is touting or features that I do not personally welcome or find appealing in any way. However, like the processing and the power and capability of what a game could be done, uh, do, or I'm sorry, accomplish on, on a PlayStation 4 Pro, that remains to be seen. And then again, it all goes back to whether or not I, I think that making the jump is even worth it. Uh, but like, you know what Andrew like if they're still going to have games come out on the PS4 then why not push it I mean 
do you think it's because Sony doesn't want to fall into a weird Vita situation? Or, I mean, I feel like they, they lack the confidence for the install base if they already put with the PS4, which we've confirmed is already yeah. millions. Like, they that's, have, like, that's why I don't are, get. I feel like the Pro, although it has its features, I feel like the features that come with the Pro are, are fitting a very small demographic. Like you said, it's going to be for the people that either want like the really more processing power to handle their VR experience, or they want it because they have the 4K capabilities. Even still, the Pro still doesn't put out native 4K. It's still an upraised resolution, so you're really not getting... like You can get that in the Slim. The PS4 Slim has VR, or not VR, uh, 4K and HDR capabilities. You're just not getting maybe some of the processing power out of the, out of the Pro, you know, or the Slim that you would get for the Pro. So I don't think that's even a selling point now for the Pro because you can get that with the Slim. It just, I don't know. It, it really makes no sense to me. I feel like they're putting out too much hardware and it's going to confuse consumers, especially ones that aren't as savvy as, you know, your normal game fan or, you know, uh, people in the industry. But, but but see, then how do you commercialize that? How do you advertise that? And see, that's the quandary. Like, I feel like it, we're in this... All their messaging I mean, has been weird even, this can kind even of spin... from the beginning of its announcement. So, yeah, I'm sure the commercials are going to be even more so. Well, right, but, I mean, just in video games as a whole, I mean, and Sarah, like, this goes back to it, but, like, video games were easy to advertise for and really promote, but now, with so much going on, like, how do you even oh, promote? Just, just like, wait till Scorpio you... comes out, and then they have to explain how you can put this shit together like it's a computer, pretty much. I mean, if that's the way it's going to go. Like, how do you explain that, you know? Uh, I, yeah, I, don't, and... I feel like maybe they just assume that their audience is more tech-savvy to where they'll know that stuff, and the commercial just reaffirms that. Because I, I, I just don't feel like commercials and marketing now really reaches that demographic of people that are buying systems on an impulse. Like, you know what? I really like Call of Duty, or I really like Madden. I should buy a system. You know, is that who they're selling to with this, or are they selling to like the core audience? Well, I feel like even then, like there's a certain like there's a B roll of of someone that like you have to kind of put into a commercial. Then again, it it, it becomes misleading. Like, well, it, what it, about the musical choices too? Right? Like, remember when Lost Odyssey came out? Oh, and they had dude. they had the ads for that, but like in the background you had friggin' Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> like Yeah, and then well That like, was nowhere in there. Like the Uematsu soundtrack was so much better. Like they should have just used like the battle that, theme. That, or that's just like, right? that, like that's just like car well, companies right. using like you know, new pop songs to promote their, their car or whatever it is. Or 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 a fucking Yeah, but see people Zeppelin can't distinguish song. that that it doesn't fall right. That doesn't fall within a diagram of a mm-hmm. game like that. That there's a similar issue that came with the original Gears of War. Fucking Mad World was like oh, the yeah. song that they use. Mad World, and like it was, it, it looked like a really depressing, melancholy. Man, have you like, heard the original song? <laughs> oh, dude, no. Man, it is so overpowering. And I, I, I kind of super eighties. Yeah, it's honestly the most effective though. The ones where they have a song, it's just like wow, I didn't expect that. Um, I think um, like Mafia is doing that now with a lot of their their songs they use in their marketing for like like you know just like a bunch of like you know old school like seventies songs. Like it kind of is pretty captivating when you watch commercial like that. But um, kind of like how Grand Theft Auto Vice City fell back on that eighties mm, soundtrack vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Am I the only one that didn't really like so. Vice City? 
Oh, I loved I love Vice City. It was great, one. It but I like do not Vice like Vice City. City. That game is. Mm. Mwah. Yeah, mm. I think. Uh, I think San Andreas for me was a little too over the top. I think with its. Uh, oh, I love San Andreas. Yeah, it felt a little too forced with CJ its CJ language the best and stuff. Like character, I think for sure. I think it's just because there's a lot of things in San Andreas that felt relative to me as well that I can that identified with. Not to say yes, that's like, probably why I like Vice City is because it was so steeped in '80s, yeah. right? Well, right, but like, it, it, I don't know. It was steeped in all the things that like were obnoxious yeah. about the '80s. Like there are other things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, but so, anyway, so maybe kind of like just kind of piggybacking off that, like something like a Grand Theft Auto. Um, when you see a commercial like that for Grand Theft Auto Five, what are they showing in those commercials nowadays? They, They're they, showing they make it look a... very cinematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a like a tiny mm-hmm. movie trailer. I mean, everything. Uh, yeah, that's the thing with all games, like uh, commercials. That's that was the shift. Like, there was a lot of point where, like, if you go back and you watch old, do they ever show the video commercials? Game? <laughs> like, they are jarring. They they show okay. gameplay, but like they show like one millisecond of the game, and then immediately cut. Like it's all just full of, like fast ass, like like it, it's in your especially in the nineties, especially in the sixteen bit era where it's just like yeah. it's, like all over the place to the point well, where like you know unless you're Final Fantasy seven, right? Which again very misleading and yeah. uh, goes. Which goes back to Andrew's point. Like now, games are made to be like the spectacle piece or like this very cinematic thing that almost, like, doesn't even show, like, actual gameplay to the point where, like, those disclaimers have to be used at the bottom of the screen. Not actual gameplay yeah. shown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every and, EA sport. <laughs> any EA right? game, period. And it's man. just, like... doing that shit, too. Yeah. It's, it kinda, it's all in-game, sure, but, I mean, those camera angles are impossible. It doesn't even blur the lines anymore. It just misconstrues, like, what... A commercial is to the. I, I basically this is what I'm calling and, and like this is what I'd like to bookend the topic with. I feel like, in terms of uh, promoting or advertising a game commercial wise, like and we're talking about trailers. I mean, trailers won't go anywhere. Trailers will stay, but TV commercials, even then, like I think trailers will. All right, I, they will stay, but they will take a back seat because they are doing less and less to actually work to the effect that they are created for. They are not. Uh, I don't think they're doing anything significant to bolster sales. And if anything, they're actually working against uh, people. And, and funny enough, like the most exposure or advertising or commercialism that, that you'd find in modern day gaming is us. People who are streaming, whether it be from a professional outlet or just casual streaming that you're you're catching on live. We have such a like quick tap. And, and, and intake to like information in any way that like it's almost like it, it's kind of like that I don't know it's that concept of like the point of advertising toilet paper like who's not buying it you know I mean? like it's it's a necessity right who's not buying this stuff it's almost like there it's all it's already around us in such a way and and we're already to know in some way even through like viral <sighs> word of mouth or or other means that like Video I mean, game advertising is going to show up less and less. You guys, like, when we talk about this topic, you're like, hmm, well, we don't really see much of it. I mean, it's there, but it's definitely taken a big back step. I don't even see it sticking around for the next generation. Yeah, you're probably mm-hmm. right. I mean, but then again, you kind of mentioned, like, like toilet paper, you know, like, who's not buying it already, so why do you really have to promote it? 
But I think what they're trying to get away with now is that the games will be like if you buy uh, Kleenex or if you buy, uh, I'm trying to think what else is another one. Kleenex is a pretty good example, I think. Kleenex, Moist well, no, 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 think about it. Kleenex isn't Kleenex. It, it's a, uh, what, it's um facial tissue. Facial tissue. Yeah, tissue. but you call it Kleenex. Why? Because Kleenex is like the number one brand. It's not. It's it, yeah. The it's not even facial brand, tissues. Yeah. It's just Kleenex. So if you think about that with games, they want to get to the point where it's like, well, I want to play this open world game. Which one? Well, it's Grand Theft Auto. Or I want to play the sports game. Oh, you mean Madden? Like it won't even be a genre thing anymore. It'll just be this is the game that is most associated with this genre. So that's what it is. And that's kind and of interesting, though. I mean, now. thinking back to thinking back to the whole. Uh, you know, toilet paper commercial analogy. Like I understand that, you know, a brand like Charmin wants me to uh, think that if it's good enough for a bear's cartoon, but it's good enough for mine. Right. But it's sort of like, you're right. The idea that there's all these different, uh, these different brands and stuff. I think for me, the advertising part of it is, is sort of lost anyways, because like, I'm still just going to play what I want to play. Like, I don't think a commercial has ever swayed mm. me to buy a video game in the past ever. And you're uh, right, yeah, like, what kind of open-world game do I want to play, right? Well, I don't know. I don't really like open-world games. Like, if there was uh, if there was a new Star Soldier game, I might pay attention. Uh, but, you know, I'm still just buying the generic brand of toilet paper. It's the same kind of thing with my games. Like, I'll buy what works for me at the right price. Like. This isn't going to sway you one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh. I don't know, uh, but like again, I was a kid, and like commercials worked in kids. So I don't know if it counted, but like I know that like there are commercials that I've saw, especially Sega commercials, where they had a way of like kind of build. I don't know. I think commercials. Well, yeah, at this point you were, were kind impre- of a- you were an impressionable kid. You wanted to look coolest for your friends, right? When you're an adult, well, no, I you don't to. give a fuck, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, but okay. I, I I think at this point, but here's the thing. Do impressionable kids even exist anymore today? Oh, they Ugh. definitely do. You, I guarantee get, you, with this whole PS4 Pro thing, PS4 Pro, they'll instantly think they're professional gamers just for having oh, God, a PS4 I Pro. Man. Oh, look how fucking pro Damn I am, it. you know? That's what they're like, going for, man. That's fucking genius. Damn it. I don't, I don't know why I didn't see that before. They are, man. They're going to be fucking, we're esports now. They're going to have fucking Gunners and Astros. Mm-hmm. Mm. So oh, I'm trying man. to say. I didn't even associate the pro name of the system until you just said that. Yeah. That's... Oh, God. And you know it's going to happen. Oh. Like, it will. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I give kids you, a little you, bit more credit. Dude, you really nine-year-olds credit, dude. chugging I monsters do. with a crooked, <laughs> like, snapback, oh. wide-billed hat. Like, you, I guarantee it'll happen. Wow, swag oh, is Yolo. what they'll say. Yeah, yeah. Yellow swag. Maybe I'm just not around. Yeah, I guess I'm just not around kids as much oh, as I like to think you really, I am. You're, 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 you're winning if that's the case, man. Because, yeah, I, I see it on a more regular yep. basis. I have no <laughs> idea what you're saying. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Damn kids. Wow. No, I'm dude, like, the kids that I have exposure to, like, uh, that's a whole different topic. I'm not even trying to do, like, a humble brag or anything. But, You guys got some well-mannered I, kids I, around you? That's good, man. Uh, just around me personally, no, I'll see shithole kids out in public, but, like, even then, like, they sound like shithole kids that at least do know what they're talking about. Hell, I've seen a lot of shithole kids in Pokemon Go 
they're definitely more informed than most adults. But like again, I'm not just talking about Pokemon. I'm just talking about mm-hmm. in general. Um, but mm, yeah, dude, I don't know. I I still think that like at this point, commercializing is gonna go the way of the dodo, and advertising is gonna have to is gonna have a huge paradigm shift. Oh so, yeah, there's definitely going to be a huge adaptation to new media and new new markets. Like, but I think we'll no see two it, ways. we're going to see it quicker than anything else with video. Yeah, like commercialism is a lost art within itself. Because like the savvy consumerism that like people want to pride themselves on in today's times, like it, they immediately like there's so much cynicism in any anytime you even see or hear a commercial, your immediate like your your knee jerk reaction is to be like bullshit. Like you, you don't even like give it any sort of benefit of the yeah, doubt. Kind of, kind of lost so, that all, like, like that sense of awe. You're just like, nope, Mm-mm, not real. Yeah, and I want to say we know someone like that, but games. who who could it be? Mm. Oh, dude, or maybe I this know. person's more educated who than all of us. Who? Right? He's he's got his finger finger on the trigger. I thought you were gonna say on his the pulse, but yeah, trigger actually maybe if it has to happen, if it has finger to happen, pulse, it has yeah. to happen. Jesus Christ. This took a dark turn. I'm ending it. All right. I think I think we've really kind of discussed everything we could with this topic. So, episode sure. ends. We should sure. start doing We should start doing commercials. Always sure with you. Man, that's how we really get our stuff out. All right. There. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm Hey man, I'm down. Like we can get we can get some if there was a company that would sponsor us that would, maybe we could shill some um audiobooks for. Mm. I wonder. Yeah. Hmm. Well shit, we hmm. do already do that. Oh, that's uh <laughs> shill audiobooks, audiobooks shill, you guys. That's uh, that's the way it's going earbuds. now. Yeah. It's the fu- the wave of the future. If you think about uh, like I'm just surprised that audiobooks are still a thing. Like well, you it, know, it, if you're it, too lazy to read, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. D- don't but, don't read books. That's for squares. Have someone read to you. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not too lazy. Maybe you're in a situation where you couldn't read, like if you're driving or something. Audible.com/slash Press Pause Radio. So mm. you've just finished listening to Press Pause Radio episode 101. If you have liked or enjoyed what you've listened, feel free to subscribe uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. As well as you can also uh, subscribe to our RSS feed at PressPodsRadio.com as well where you can find other outlets that will play our podcast such as Scatter Radio, uh, SoundCloud, and uh, what's the big one that I'm missing? Stitcher. Stitcher. Thank you. And Stitcher. And you'll find our podcast available to consume. Uh, as well as you will also find our YouTube at YouTube.com slash the PPR broadcast where we also do... uh, various little videos of us playing the game and checking out and doing some commentary and analysis called play plays and we also make a lot of dumb fart jokes and talk about uh, other gross nasty poo poo shit um but aside from that you can also follow us on twitter as well as our facebook and you can even follow us individually on those same uh outlets or uh, also follow other work that we do and uh, keep in mind we also do twitch streams we haven't done uh, a whole lot of anything this year, and I apologize, but I hope to change that after our Extra Life broadcast, which I am debating, and I will put up a poll to see what you guys would enjoy uh, watching more for 24 hours of me playing the Earthbound games or 
uh, I was kind of thinking, and because they're short and something I thought would be fun, uh, going through the entire Skylanders catalog from Skylanders Spire's Adventure to Imaginators, but doing it with Nuzlocke rules, kind of like Pokemon that everybody's been doing, and kind of trying to find a way to adapt that for Skylanders. Uh, I don't know how interesting that would be, being as, like, switching around Skylanders is the, like, the integral part of, of said rules. No, but, hopefully, but you do, if but anybody if they can, out of the game, like, you throw them away. Yeah, you throw, throw them away. Mm-hmm. They're done. You have to break them with oh, a hammer. I would watch oh my that. God, I would actually, donate for that. Don't do it. Don't, no, no, George, oh come on, man. man. Don't do that to yourself, man. You, <laughs> I don't know. You invested too much. Fuck, that, that does actually... <laughs> mm. It's like ex- am... extreme, like, uh, what was it, Warhammer that some people played oh, that way. Goodness. That is extreme. I don't know if yeah. we do that. Or better yet, I'd rather donate them if there they get go. knocked Donate out. to the kids. Yeah. Instead of breaking them, donate yeah, them to the kids. Go. That's actually, go. yeah, fuck it. See, why do we got to get we, mean we, about we, it? We instantly Jesus went to destruction. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, destruction. Well, no, but like. And <laughs> it's like, human again, nature. Just make it, like, again, to make it fair, like. I'll reset because you can reset the Skylanders oh, mm-hmm. and then like make them brand new again, like with no experience, no buffs, anything. So I don't know something to consider. I'll I'll, I'll put some feelers yeah. out there. It'll be nice, but yeah. Um, also, you can follow us on Steam and like check out our curators group. I mean, we're we're still we've been very busy in the year of 2016. There's a lot of personal changes in our lives and we, we harped that on, but like the podcast is still going. You can definitely still find videos. You can st- find features and reviews all on PressPodsRadio.com. You know what else you can find? Sarah, take it away. You can find many more different video series that we've been launching recently, such as Crate Day, Game Quest, The New Import Heaven, and of course, Bullet Heaven, now in its eighth series. Uh, our first episode of Series 8 is actually going to be Assault Suit Lanos, as voted by our viewers. Uh, so stay tuned for that. It should be coming within the next few days. Uh, we also have uh, our votes up right now for the next Import Heaven. And right now, uh, Yonju Roku Okunen Monogatari is leading the charge with, I think, around like 60% of the vote. So... Uh, if you want to check that out, be sure to, uh, and I haven't posted to the site just yet, so it should be up by the time you hear this. Uh, make sure to check out the video and cast your vote for which one you want to see. There's going to be Doraemon Meikyudai Sakusen for PC Engine, uh, Yonju Roku Okunen Monogatari for Super Famicom, and Saiki World 2 for the Famicom, so be sure to cast your vote for that. Um... As always, more Crate Day. We've got all kinds of stuff in the mail coming in from Japan all the time that we open up, uh, as well as blind boxes, blind bags, and more. And uh, while I haven't done it recently, I do still want to continue uh, Game Quest and finish off that uh, that PlayStation Portable shoot 'em up library. So that we should still got to do Trevor soon. McFur. Yes, I need to get a, actually I have to get a better video cable for the Jaguar, but uh, I'm sure I, I can get. It. I can I get around to do that. We got to do yeah, it yeah. together. We're gonna capture. We'll, we'll do it. <laughs> it. It'll be. It'll be done. I that'll just need great. to get that that cable for the Jaguar to uh, to better capture it. Understood. And and Understood. real quick, I just well. want to say that if you do enjoy Sayer's work and you want to get some exclusive content, just saying this as a proud supporter, um, you should definitely check out his Patreon. Um, there's there's some, there's oh, some yeah, extra content right. there you can only get through that. You don't see it anywhere else. It's not on YouTube. It's not on the PPR website. You only get it through the Patreon. So. I would say 
you get a whole nother yeah, podcast. As a crowd supporter, I say you should definitely check it out and, and support that cause for sure. I uh, second that. In fact, I ashamedly am not a Patreon supporter yet, but I will get on that tip. I will get on that I'm tip. I'm just doing it so he'll get me. Again, I just want another casually that. hardcore. That's all I want. <laughs> oh, dude. I do miss casually hardcore. Yeah, Boom. I'm right there with you. You know what, though? If you listen to the theme song for Import Heaven, that's the theme song for oh, Casually shit. Hardcore. It is. It I is. Feel I, like, I feel that. like it's just Holy for me. Shit. If I'm just going to throw it out there, it's just for Revelations. me. Revelations. <laughs> Can we throw in? Hold on. I'm going to throw in the X-File sound mm. effect. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. On that note, thank you all for taking this opportunity to listen to us gif, gif, and guffaw. Gif, ho, ho. And uh, wait, did you say Geff or mm. Jeff? Oh, that's what should be the real thing for uh, okay. for extra life. I, Just make him he has to say it the right way from now on. If we get enough raised, uh, fuck funny. it, I'm over it. Good night, y'all. This is Georgie Boy Zach. Thanks Water for listening. Pump. Original Sarah. Out. Should I change my name to Water Pump? <laughs> <laughs>